0: Stand by for a brand new episode of All Things Good and Nerdy.
1: Good morning, internet people. Welcome to episode, let me check, 497 of the All Things Good and Nerdy podcast. It's recorded live on Sunday, September 4th, twenty. 22 we had a hectic schedule here for a while i apologize i've been under the weather so i would like to say i'm chris but thank you to my co-hosts willie and bachman last week for doing the show without me because i was not able to do so it did take me a couple days to get it edited and put up online but that show is available for you in the audio feed like i mentioned i'm chris i am joined with the usual band of uh misfits we'll start first with mr anthony bachman
0: we are no longer the ducks in the stream yard we're back in the skype collective
1: for now
0: fighting windows
1: for now
0: and updates
1: (laughs) we're always fighting windows updates because they're the devil the devil
0: the devil devil made me do it
1: now some have also said that my other co-host mr willie d nelson's the devil how do you respond to that yes (laughs) that was a lot of thought for for that one word answer i like it
2: and uh, uh, I'm sorry, you seem to be mistaken here. Since uh, we did such a great job, uh, 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 I'm sorry, you. I think you're there. With, nope, you're over. Nope, nope. You keep switching. <laughs> since, uh, since you, since we did such a great job last week, um, so we're just gonna say, Chris is all you. You know what my news of
0: the week is? You can go for it, man. I'll see you later. <laughs> oh, he just, he just has to read our news of the week. He has to do it all by himself. Bachman, let's go.
1: You guys do know I've done the solo show before. It's not that daunting. Mm-hmm. I can do it.
0: He had his own solo I podcast. I had my own
1: solo while. podcast until I burnt out. Doing a one off yeah. solo show with a couple weeks of rest is not going to kill me. That's true. What are you going to do Fuck. if the ratings are better if it's me by myself?
0: That would be hilarious. Celebrate.
2: <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah. high tide raises all shit, baby. Yeah,
0: I don't think that would hurt our feelings. Uh, I keep told with the idea of going back and doing the solo show that I started once. But uh, if I do it, I have to commit to doing 77 episodes for the first run. And so that's 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 a lot of commitment.
1: So the advice I would give if you want to do a solo show and if it's on something that doesn't rely on timeliness, i.e. not being like a television podcast show or something like that, where you are talking about something that's freshly aired. Just get a shitload of them in the can. And then you can yeah. have a bunch of runways, so that if life gets in the way and you've got like three weeks where you don't have any time to do anything, it doesn't matter because you could have pre-recorded, say, 10, 12 podcasts, so you've got a cushion yeah.
0: there. Yeah, the so idea was to go yeah between Wheel of Fortune. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they, they 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 film them in big blocks. Yeah, no, I yeah, I keep thinking about doing a New day. Warriors one, and then yeah, doing like the first twenty episodes before I release the first one. I mean, but, yeah, it's, it's daunting, it, yeah, it's daunting because yeah, daunting as hell. The first run is 75 issues, and the first two issues where the New Warriors showed up were actually in issues of The Incredible Hulk, or uh, Incredible Hulk, uh, The Mighty Thor. So it'd be two issues of Thor, and then 75 issues straight of New Warriors Volume 1. I think that's a lot of reading.
2: <laughs> if you want to see me flounder as a solo podcaster, I guess, that I this is a solo talker. Ah, uh, you can go watch my streams on uh, Twitch. Good. <laughs> you can ignore all the Jackbox ones because there's no voices in that, because I'm playing with people in a party, and if I have my voices and their voices coming out, yeah. then it echoes for everybody else because they have to hear it twice: once in the party, and then second through the stream. Yeah,
0: which is crappy. Or if so you to
2: they got to figure out a way to fix that. Or if you want to see
1: Willie Nelson people. in a solo podcast, just watch the next ten minutes because we're going on mute. The rest of us.
2: Fair enough. So what you do here is you want to
1: reach around and grab right underneath. Take a good honking grip of the ball sack. Okay. Now we're back because I was hoping he was about to swerve me <laughs> into something else. And he wasn't going where I thought he was going. Big honking grip. All it right. I learned my lesson. To get
0: Chris back in control. <laughs> I learned my lesson. I don't know why. You're going to learn your lesson today, old man. Yeah, what did you think was going to happen? I thought he was actually reaching for the taint. But-
1: I, I was thinking that Reverend Willie would return in all honesty, because that seems to be the go-to for uh, annoying things to make me do stuff. Uh,
0: he wasn't speaking in tongues yet.
1: Well, Stephen is in the chat room, points out, Ad, and Never. that's why we're ball buddies, uh, bell buddies. You know what I mean. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: uh, Wait. so willie
0: and steven are bell buddies and then you and steven are ball buddies what no, is no, going on here? it was it
1: was a misspeak i believe
0: <laughs> oh shit it's back willie's
1: got the bell still
0: damn it damn it i was the really open it was i like there. that
1: you keep that right next to your couch for when we do a podcast <laughs> Listen on it.
2: It says uh, "Ring for a kiss, Ocean Isle, NC." I don't. You're, I'm not. I would just do it, but there's no way you're gonna fucking read it. <laughs> it's too shiny. I'm not sure
1: time. how anyone's going to be able to kiss you over the internet, Willie. But I hope you get some kisses for the rings that you just did.
0: I think it's now weirder that he keeps that next to Wait, his couch. Look, well, hold on a second. If that's
2: happening, let me see if I can do with my balls. No,
1: stop. <laughs> <laughs> uh. No, you made it gross. I'm not a sexual
2: predator. I'm just sexual. Uh, I'm going to leave that one alone. <sighs> Everything with consent now. Well, even took, while sleeping.
1: This took an odd turn, so I don't even know mm-hmm. how to pivot out of it. Um,
2: oh, you the can't left. pivot. Your foot's to injured. the left.
1: So I can pivot to one direction. The other direction is painful. That's the problem. But it's it.
2: always going to be in the wrong direction. And you know it is. That's how life works. Trust Willie's never right. It's like it. So it's always going to be on your left, right? Exactly. Yeah, that's why you're always on the left. Left, right, left.
1: I have no idea what's going on and I kind of love it. A big honking
2: grip of the ball. (laughs)
1: Stop. Okay, I don't love that. I don't love that at all. Do you want to hear the weirdest thing I've ever heard before? Not if it's about your ball sack. It kind of is. (sighs) No, 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 no. no, So so then, no, we we don't want to hear it. No, we don't want to hear it.
2: I've ever been told. Uh, You have the balls of a 20-year-old.
1: I was like, what the fuck does that mean? Really? Are you just trying to humble brag what on the internet is that? about?
0: No, I still don't know what it means. What does it mean? I looked at it. I was like, what the? F-? Well, for context, we would have to know when you were told that. Were you told that in junior high or last week? When he was 29. <laughs> <laughs> when he was 14. <laughs> no, 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 that's Bob wrong. Bob that's Bob wrong. Bob no, Bob 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 no.
2: You know the rules, and so do I. You never kiss and tells, my friend. Well, I appreciate about you. Ooh. I even threw a little bit of Rick rolling in there, too.
1: Speaking of Rick, uh, Rick and Morty season starts again tonight. Yeah,
2: but when is it, it going to be able yeah. to fucking stream? Yeah, well, it it's HBO Max, HBO. so
1: they'll probably fuck it up somehow, because that's all that app does is F things yeah. up.
2: To be fair, I think Rick and Morty has always been a special case, so it's not really HBO fucking up. It's whoever...
1: Whoever's in control of well, setting the it It's, district, it's Cartoon Network, it which is owned by HBO/Slash Warner Discovery. Yeah. But I don't think they put it on HBO Max until the season has run. It's not like a lot of other yeah, shows. Where you-
2: the, the last two seasons is how they work six months. I'm yeah. like, what, what, what? the only way you watch it is if you have a cable subscription and you go online to ca- Cartoon Network to, or AdultSwim.com. I forget which one. I don't even know if AdultSwim.com is a thing. Didn't it Just, used to be on Hulu? yeah oh yeah it was but that trust me i was waiting for it and it said and i looked had to look it up because it's not there like it was just on last night why, why is it not on hulu now yeah because oh six months it's the only it was, thing that does that
0: well it was weird because it was in like the middle of one of the seasons when they made that change too because i think for a while it was like all the other F, like a lot of the fx shows where it would show up the next day on hulu because I think like mid season they changed what they were doing. Because I swear I think it was like season four. I was watching it on Hulu, and then all of a sudden they're like, "No, now you have to wait till the whole season's done." And six months later, before we're going to drop the rest of the season.
2: I think they allowed the first episode to be like that for the season. Well, is this going to be season six?
1: Yes, I believe so. So season four six is what's coming. So yeah. Season
2: four is like they—that's what they did. It was that, that first episode they—they they let it be out first. Yeah, I think they even premiered it before it even came out on fucking Adult Swim. I don't even fucking know, but yeah, after that, six months.
0: And yeah, it's pretty, yeah, because yeah, I watch Rick and Morty now, like I do Walking Dead. I wait for Walking Dead to show up as a full season on Netflix, and I watch, I still the, watch the whole watch thing. Walking Dead. Eh, I just want to see what the hell they're going to do with the show. I mean, it's nowhere. It's not half as good as the story was in the comics, and they can't even try to get as cool of an ending because, well. The ending that the whole show is based on, in the comic books, that character has been dead now for three seasons, which is his freaking story, and somehow they screwed that up. I'm um, guessing Rick Grimes. Yeah, no, Carl. Yeah. The whole Whoa. end of the walk, the whole end of the Walking Dead is about whether or not Rick Grimes raised a son who's a psychopath. That's the whole point of the book. Well, I is mean, Carl's if he doesn't Carl being turn raised? psychopath, I'd be surprised cuz look at the world he has to grow up in. <laughs> that's the whole point. It's like Rick's trying to do everything he can to make sure his son doesn't become like Negan basically. Yeah. He wants him to still be a good person even though he grew up in the apocalypse. And the whole point of that story when you get to the end of it and they jump forward like 15 years in the future and you read the last issue and it's Carl with a wife and a kid and you see like how the world is at this point and you basically find out is Carl a psychopath or did Rick raise a good kid? And like, that's the whole point of that comic. And it's amazingly well written, amazingly well told. The story is fantastic. The jump forward issue was amazing. It snuck up on everybody because they lied about the previews. They had three different covers set up for books that ended up not being real. And then he dropped the last issue when nobody knew it was coming. But yeah, in the freaking show, Carl's been dead for like two years already. And they're like, oh, we're just running around with the characters that are popular on the show just to see what we want to do with them. But it also doesn't help that, I think, what like Kirkman, um, who was the original producer? Did Shawshank and...
1: Frank Darabano, I think is what it was. Darabont? Darabont. Yeah, Darabont.
0: Darabont. yeah so Kirkman, Darabont, <laughs> and like, all the other producers of like, the first four years are still in a legal battle with AMC for not paying them what they're owed. Ooh. Because at one point, Like, it was the most watched show in cable history, and AMC was paying them the same amount they were paying, like, when the show started. And so, yeah, they all sued them and left the show. So, after that, you're not going to get as good of a show as you could when all your creators sue and leave. So, yeah, yeah, I still watch it just to see. I want to see what they do with Daryl, because uh, Daryl ain't got shit to do with the comic books. It's a character they created for the show. Hey, Daryl's the main character, you know, but two things. He is now. (laughs) <laughs> Two things.
2: uh uh First of all, in a in a zombie apocalypse setting, I mean, come on now. The best thing to be is chaotic neutral. Am I right? No, it's not a bad idea. Yeah, it's not chaotic good. neutral. Lawful you're not goods fucking evil, get- but you're also not opposed to killing some motherfuckers. Lawful goods is going to get you killed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, you be chaotic neutral. That's the good way of being because you, you always no one can no one knows what you're going to do. Chaotic neutral. You're on your toes. And uh, what's the second thing? Second thing is uh, what? What? Oh yeah, my favorite, my favorite thing that from from Walking Dead ever has to be that one meme of Grimes just coming up to his kid, and saying, Coral, hey Coral, and just says the stupidest <laughs> joke ever, and just Coral's like, God damn it, Dad! Damn it, Dad! I fucking love that whole... I love that whole meme setup. I
0: fucking
2: <laughs> eat it up all... Because it spelled like coral, like the coral
0: reef. Uh-huh. I fucking yeah. love it! Well, I mean, Andrew Lincoln kind of went hard on those scenes. I, oh. I mean, I'll give him that. The mom was dead. Carl had to, like, carve the baby out of her and then kill her. Like...
1: Some, Man, some what an seeds. odd situation
2: that first season was. I mean, you thought your husband was dead, so you said, Fuck it, fine. I'll, uh, I'll fuck his best friend. Like... But then he comes back. and like, oh, fuck. It's like, what are you? like? No one's really in the wrong there. We thought you were dead. <laughs> like, yeah, you know? the
0: better version, though, was in the book where the end of their fight is before they get to the farm. And Shane takes Rick out into the woods to murder him. And when they're fighting, they figure, like they realize what's going to happen. Shane's about to gun Rick down to keep Carl and the wife whose name I can't remember and carl's there and he shoots him and it's the first time that carl shoots you know a non-zombie and like the end of the book the original like five issue comic is carl like crying in his dad's arms, saying that it's different like it's not the same and rick's like yeah it's not you killed a person and like that's how how you comfort someone (laughs) well no but he told he's like it's not the same it's not like killing a zombie you killed a person he killed him for the right reason but yeah it's crazy because then Later on in the comic, when they realize that everybody who dies comes back, whether they were a zombie or not, when they realize that everybody's infected because it's just in the air. So when you die, even if you weren't bit, you still come back as a zombie. It's like 20 issues later on in the comic. Rick drives back to where they buried Shane, digs him up, and shoots him again because that he owed his friend sh- that to not leave him in the ground undead forever.
2: Was Shane... Oh, okay, okay, that makes sense. I was going to say, was he really that much of a dickhead in the comics? No,
0: because, yeah, I mean... <laughs> It's oh, funny because cool. like oh hey, we're go gonna up and shoot my friend up and you shoot him again. again. <laughs> He's an asshole. But no, he actually did it because he didn't want to leave him there struggling undead in the ground. Because I think Carl like shot him in the heart. Yeah, and so he so. didn't shoot him in the head. But yeah, I mean, the, it's you know it's one of those things. You know, the oldest argument in the world: the books better. No shit, Walking Dead's a good show, but it can't hold a fucking candle to what Robert Kirkman did with that comic book. If you actually sit down and read the whole thing, it is amazing.
2: Now you know what could have fixed that whole uh uh that whole situation? Just become polyamorous, man. Just do that. Hey, it solves all well, answers, right?
0: In the comic, that's what Carol tried to do was join Ooh. Rick and his wife in a throuple. And then when they said no, she committed suicide by zombie in the prison. Yeah, the Carol's comic in a version very different was, state
1: in the comics yeah, than, than what committed we had. In the show. Suicide by zombie?
0: Yeah. Yeah. They had a zombie tied up on a post that they were experimenting on, she just walks up and lets it bite her. Suicide by zombie. Yeah, it was insane. And her and her character in the in the comic was like a self-pitying, worthless human that had Wait no sense of self-worth. And yeah, then Andrea in the comic is the baddest bitch ever. Basically, the show just switched it to where Carol became Andrea. I have a question Because awesome.
2: Everyone's already infected, right? So why does when you get bit, you
0: start dying then? It's like the same difference of like, you know... You caught the flu bug or someone with a really nasty case of the flu spits in your face. I mean You're gonna that get case, that bug you're... a heck of a lot stronger.
2: Yeah, but I mean you already have the bug though in that scenario, but you know in this scenario, you already but have it's it
1: dormant while you have a uh, immune system while you're to
2: alive. basically keep so, it. So yeah. the check.
0: zombie bite just kills you effective faster? Yeah, it kills you faster, and then you reanimate. It's such I guess it's like one, a stronger version one. Could argue it's
1: such a concentration of that zombie whatever that it overwhelms your immune system and kills you.
2: Yeah. And I remember hearing the story of how they actually got the show on AMC. They, I think, now uh, this is just from memory, and I read this a long time ago. So please take it with a grain of salt. I hope it. I think it's. Oh, hey, it's a better story than anything else I've heard. But uh, <laughs> so, from what I heard. They weren't going to put them on. They weren't going to buy the show to put it out unless they give a reason why there's zombies there. They want a reason why there's zombies. So they said, "All right, well here, uh, they a- aliens caused it. That's what we're going to do." And they said, "All right, we'll greenlight it." And they're like, "We're not going to fucking make aliens. Fuck them. What the fuck? We're just going to make no one knows. No one fucking knows shit."
1: Well, it's better that way. I mean, and who and knows that was- if, if it wasn't enforced in the contract. Them then they, they can't tr- really make him do it. Him. That
0: well, was plus, hilarious. I think, I think, think that that was, that's, true, a, that's a I callback think. to the comic where issue 50 you find out that the zombie plague was caused by an alien like they dumped a spore on Earth or whatever to cause the zombies to start an alien invasion. When and, did
1: uh, Walking Dead come out?
0: I mean, it started. The, comic?
1: A, the show or the comic?
0: the comic? Long damn time ago. I like, don't know. Post, I don't know when it was released. Post-2000s?
1: Yeah, uh, I think. S-
0: yeah, it's after two thousand. It's after I was back in oh the navy. God. So like maybe two thousand five, October two
1: thousand three to July twenty nineteen was the <laughs> South run of the Park did day.
2: that already. Remember the spaceship landed and and then yeah. Kenny became a fucking but zombie.
0: What I'm talking about is a joke issue that was fifty issues in, Fair. where I think Rick Grimes gets sick and then like basically passes out from a fever. And then you did the letters column, and then when you open when you went to the next page, Ryan Otley, who at the time was drawing Invincible, drew like a ten issue thing where Rick wakes up and has like a laser gun for a hand. There's an alien invasion and Rick and Michonne and Tyrese and everybody are fighting aliens that started the zombie plague. And the whole joke was it was like the fever dream that Rick Grimes had was an alien invasion. So yeah, it was actually something they did in the comic. Yeah. And they brought it back as, um, in the Image Plus comic, uh, they did a Rick Grimes 3000, where it's, yeah, him and Negan and the rest of them fighting, like, uh, alien invasion zombie plague. It's ridiculous. But, yeah, it was hilarious.
1: Yeah, I mean, the key is, if they wanted to have that origin thing, it should have been written into the contract, because contracts are more binding yeah. like one one of the things that always made me laugh was like we all know Battlestar galactica the 2003 reboot it's one of my favorite shows on tv i love it i'm re it right now on peacock actually edward james almost who plays commander adama so as not to spoil anyone had told them he goes <laughs> i am really interested in the show he read the script his family convinced him to do it he goes but here's the thing the moment an alien shows up I'm going to drop dead and pretend I had a heart attack and you're going to have to write out William Adama. He goes, I'm not doing that. There will be no weird aliens or anything like that. in here they go, "Well, we had no plan on doing that. But he actually had it written into his contract mm-hmm. that if they brought aliens onto the show, he could walk as soon as he heard it. That kind of makes me lose interest, lose respect for him because you're an outer space show. The fuck you mean but, we run into fucking aliens? But that was the point. Was they didn't want to do a show that turned into oh aliens are responsible for everything. It's a show that was mm-hmm. dealing with mankind and mankind's. Yeah. F-
0: and his op- characters, yeah, all about politics and the community of them trying to save the human race versus the alien or not alien, but the the evil technology that humans created. It's yeah, humans dealing with human problems.
1: His Bill Adama is incredibly well done. It still That's, holds up yeah. to this day. Yeah.
0: The, oh no! Here's it kind alien. of Can't falls apart back. at the
1: end of that series, but it's still one of my favorite shows of all time, and I really go back and enjoy watching it whenever I have the chance to. So, if you get the chance, go watch it. a you, good one. You heard it from me. There's no aliens in the new Battlestar Galactica. The original <gasps> one had aliens, I think.
2: Ooh. I think well,
1: that might, I have might have been part watch of it
2: the too. original then, because fuck the new one. Then. I don't know where you aliens. can find
1: the original to watch. <laughs> to be honest, from the seventies. I don't. I,
2: I'm just kidding. I'm not going to go look.
1: You should watch the original. It's pretty good. Okay, you don't have to. I'm just telling you some of the best sci-fi has been put out back when Sci-Fi uh, Channel actually made sci-fi.
0: For you audio listeners, I mouth the word no. You can watch it for free on Tubby apparently.
2: Hey. I'm only chubby, not Tubby.
1: He's big bone, <laughs> damn it. You can watch a it for belly. free on badass. Me I mean, Tubby. <laughs> oh, stepping back a sec. We were talking about the Rick and Morty stuff. <laughs> Even if I wanted to, you can't log into Adult Swim with YouTube TV or I'd offer you guys, I'd log you in to be able to watch it, which is Mm -hmm. crazy.
2: To be fair, I wouldn't do that either because I'm already logged in. Uh, My buddy put us on like a family plan for Google. Nice. That works. And he gets YouTube uh, read. So I was like,
1: YouTube? No, no. This was if you go to Adult Swim's website, you can log in with your cable provider credentials. Mm -hmm. And YouTube TV is not one of the options, sadly.
2: Oh, fuck, a fucking piece of j- Is Hulu one?
1: <laughs> I don't know That's if Hulu with live TV is. I didn't look. But they Listen, are.
2: I don't want to stream it through my fucking computer. I, I want to stream it on my fucking TV. I saw
1: in here, which was kind of interesting. They're doing like a 24-7 marathon of Rick and Morty on adultswim.com right now. So if you want to watch a bunch of the old episodes, if there's just a marathon going on on the website.
2: Just for like a live play or something? It just yeah, goes?
1: It just goes, it looks like.
2: Hmm. Whatever. How about that Szechuan sauce, huh?
1: I never Ooh. actually got a chance to try it.
2: I didn't want to. I didn't care enough. I
1: Shit. was curious. It sounded like it'd be a good sauce. It's different. than. I was nuggets. alive
0: when it came around the first time on Nuggets. It was we all were alive. <laughs> we what all were alive be? then. Yeah, but I was actually out buying Nuggets at that time.
1: I was having Nuggets bought for me at that time. Yeah. What's your point?
0: I'm old. That's my point. I remember you the that, Szechuan sauce. You're way too proud of being
2: old.
1: I lived overseas when it happened, so I didn't get it at the uh Army So did Bachman. Air Force Base uh Burger okay. Kings, sadly. I don't or know. Did McDonald's. you live
2: overseas? McDonald's. Were you ever no. overseas during your time? I never lived
0: overseas. Fair enough.
1: I did twice. It was plausible, experience. right?
0: Yeah. Like, I was in the Navy. Happens. There's Navy bases all over the planet.
1: Mm-hmm. Just heads up, if you live in Belgium and you go to one of their burger joints that's not one of the Americanized ones and your burger tastes weird, or a French one, it's because it's not made out of beef.
0: Oh, do they make theirs out of
2: cat? No, no, no wait well, well, like a second. It's like, it's like Demolition Man. It's a good rat burger.
1: No. <laughs> um, I, I learned this by accident because we were hey, taking the ferry to cross over to England. We were in Calais and I got a burger and didn't think about it. It tastes weird because it's made of horse. Horse burger. Oh, I mean... Mm. Horse has a weird taste I didn't care for. It. it could have also just been the weird sauce they put on the burger. You know what I really don't... I don't like Angus Was it beef. horsey sauce? I hate Angus beef. <laughs> was it horsey sauce? No, I don't know what it was. I, I don't remember because this is 20 years ago when I had this. 21 years ago when I had this. So it's been a while.
2: But seriously, down with Angus beef burgers. You can go fuck off with that shit. It doesn't taste good.
1: <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not allowed to eat beef anymore, so... You can matter. still...
2: Chris, I still eat beef.
1: I just make sure I take my goddamn medicine.
2: <laughs> oh, I try to make sure I take my <laughs> medicine.
1: I, I'm bad with that daily shit, man. Get an app for your phone that reminds you to do it. That's what I do for That me. wouldn't help me at all. I'm too lazy. <laughs> You're too lazy to acknowledge an alert on your phone that tells you to take your medicine. Oh, I'll be like,
2: oh, I'll do it in a second.
1: There is a Forget snooze. Forget about video. it already. You can also just snooze it, which I've done before, which is I'm not ready to get up and I hit the snooze. Okay, never
2: mind. Then I'll be doing the same thing every 20 minutes.
1: I don't know what to tell you, Willie.
2: I know. It's my, I know. I know it's a problem I have. It's on me. I know that. I'm not blaming anyone else. I'm the fuck up and I'm admitting it. That's fair. Clip that shit, Chris. Don't, don't do it. I was just fucking nervous. I don't
1: know where the clip button. Oh, there's the clip button. I got it, I think. God damn it. I gotta remember to actually pull it out of the clip, so we'll see what happens.
2: Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, you're lazy too.
1: I mean, that's entirely possible. Entirely. It's quite possible. But you know what else is possible? No, I don't. What? Talking about the news. Oh. Live from the ATG and Studios on uh, the internet. It's the news of the week. Hey, it's the news of the week it's that part of the show where we talk about in our minds it's the most interesting and geeky and or nerdy news to have popped up here in the last week two weeks whatever period of time we decide because we've been off for a little bit and we discuss it live on the air and give our well thought out well-founded criticisms and then make dumb jokes about it <laughs> i mean i'm not wrong i'm not wrong
0: well, we'll thought we'll, out mm.
1: Moderately well thought out, I don't know. We'll start with my news right. story first, because mine's relatively short, but it ties into a topic we've been talking about off and on for a while. But we talked about on this show that Microsoft would be acquiring Blizzard, Blizzard Activision, all the properties associated with like Diablo, Call of Duty, things like that. And as part of this acquisition, the deal is being reviewed by a variety of different regulatory agencies here in the United States and the EU and across the world so they can get signed off on. I think it's what, a $68 billion deal, something like that. But one of the things that people had expressed concern about is that once Microsoft owns Blizzard Activision, they will then own Call of Duty. And while none of us are really big Call of Duty gamers on here, we do have to admit that Call of Duty is one of the big multi-platform titles that comes out either yearly or every other year, depending on the release model they're on. It gets a lot of hype and excitement behind it. Lots of people buy the game, play it online. In my younger days, I played a lot of Call of Duty, Modern Warfare, and Modern Warfare 2, things like that. And it was a spectacle. It was a lot of fun to get together with your friends, do that, and every year see the new maps. And I kind of got tired of it because my friends started playing other stuff. And Call of Duty's not really fun to play with randos because there's a bunch of idiots in there online. But regardless, Call of Duty's still one of the major franchises out there. And in the past, we've had Sony that had inked exclusive deals with Activision Blizzard for exclusive dlc for call of duty which was always problematic to me at least because i don't like deals like that same with that whole spider-man for marvel's avengers game Mm -hmm. that they did that i don't think really amounted to much when it was all said and done and real quick side note marvel's avengers was on sale for two dollars for like two weeks i'm not sure that's a good sign
0: Better side note: Have you seen the mods from Spider-Man that's now on PC? The Kermit the Frog one is
1: Chef's 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 Kiss right there for that one.
0: The Kingpin one talking
1: about is
0: amazing, and the Shrek one was incredible. I haven't seen the Shrek one. Yeah, this is what did the the running dive through video and then swinging out the window as Shrek. Yeah, it is so good. The
1: PC mods are fantastic for it, and yeah, why I'm bringing this story up is because it gets into the current generation console war and i air quoted that for people who are listening because i don't necessarily believe it's much of a war it's just different products and in fact we actually have someone in the chat room random rick review it said i don't think it will matter they will sell it to both there's no real war between consoles like in the sega gen versus snes days fan bases Plus, of each console are pretty set
0: you Nintendo. can't call it a war you can't call it a war when i can walk into a store and buy an xbox and i can't walk Sometimes. into a store and buy a playstation it varies But there
1: was a lot of concern why I'm bringing up Call of Duty because there are a lot of folks on the PlayStation side of the house that play Call of Duty. It's one of the games they like. We talked about how they've had timed Mm. DLC exclusives and DLC exclusives just for Sony on it before because there's a big percentage of people that play it. So there has been concern that Microsoft could say, as soon as we buy this, um, no, you no longer get Call of Duty. Microsoft has said previously they intended to honor any pre-existing deals between Activision, Blizzard, and Sony. And in fact, there was recently a letter that was put out by uh, Microsoft Gaming CEO and Xbox chief Phil Spencer wrote a letter to PlayStation head Jim Ryan earlier this year saying that they have no intent to pull it. He said, quote, In January, we provided a signed agreement to Sony to guarantee Call of Duty on PlayStation with feature and content parity for at least several more years beyond the current Sony contract an offer that goes well beyond typical gaming industry agreements. Now, that didn't say permanently. It said additional years. hmm I don't know that it makes sense for them to even decide they weren't going to sell it on PlayStation, say, three years from now because they make a bunch of money off of it, Activision Blizzard. And I assume that Microsoft's plan is going to be to make it part of Game Pass on the Xbox side of the house, so they'll get part of the subscription cost there and they'll be able to sell some PC copies unless they fold it into PC Game Pass and they'll be able to sell digital and physical copies to people that don't want Game Pass. But I would assume they would want that cash coming in. Now, bear in mind, none of us are experts on the industry or anything like that. I just don't think they're going to pull it entirely from PlayStation like some people seem worried about and the regulators in fact are part of the reason why this is being brought up is there's concern from regulators that microsoft's going to control too much of the market and not necessarily have a monopoly but potentially undue influence on the market because of all the studios that they own i don't know that that argument would hold weight if it had originally been an xbox exclusive and they just bought the studio like we've seen sony do with some sony products but neither here nor there granted activision blizzard much bigger on scale than a lot of those studios that sony had been buying
0: Yeah, but owning Blizzard is a huge thing. Like, that's giant.
1: I mean, I guess the key thing here is that Microsoft hasn't guaranteed it indefinitely. They've just said beyond the existing deal, they'll cover it for more years. (laughs) Random Rick Review in
2: the the chat.
1: Because what, no Call of Duty on Switch? (laughs) Well, did they ever put one on the Wii U? I
2: think so. Because I know there was one on the Wii, and that was wonky
1: yeah and you use the most motion it did controls, have multiplayer though. It did. online multiplayer now random hmm. rick review had an idea saying they can basically make a basic call of duty like normal then pull some bs and give xbox exclusive maps or something like that off the bat i wouldn't be shocked yeah. if that happens i mean that's part of how you incentivize people to want to play on your on your platform yeah. and remember part of microsoft's deal now too is they want you to get into their ecosystem not necessarily into their hardware because they've got all the stuff you can stream on the cloud now and play that way. And it's actually a pretty solid experience. I have um, to my left here, I have a MacBook Air, which obviously is not going to play Xbox games natively. But I've gone on to the cloud version and played um, Plague Innocence Lost, I think is what it is. I've played Far Cry 5. I've played a few other things via the cloud servers. I played Halo Infinite be- beta multiplayer and single player stuff on it. And other than some occasional glitches where things would slow down for a second, it was a pretty playable experience. So we're getting to the point now where Microsoft can make, okay, Sony, we're not going to put a physical release out, but hey, we'll build an app so that Game Pass works on PlayStation if you want. Maybe that's the end result, Mm. is a few years down the road, they say, just get the Game Pass app. On, on PlayStation? On PlayStation. Now, whether Sony would allow, that's a completely different story. I somehow doubt that they would. But that would also hold water for, we were laughing at the Call of Duty on Switch idea. There's literally no reason why you couldn't put a Game Pass app on a Nintendo Switch, because it's basically running the same hardware as most Android tablets out there right now.
2: I mean, they already run mm-hmm. uh, fucking Internet-based games anyway. Kingdom Hearts 3 was like that. There and was a couple of control other too. Yeah. where you
1: have to stream it. If you yeah. don't
2: have Internet access,
1: you're fucked. Yeah. So the precedent exists there. And you can already play these games on an iPad, an Android tablet, iOS phone, Windows, not Windows phone, uh, Android phone, stuff like that. And it runs pretty well so long as you have a decent internet connection. The problem is still going to be, what if I live out in the middle of nowhere and I have shitty internet? Well, then you're probably not going to be able to stream games.
0: Then you go play Boggle.
1: Yeah, stuff like that. <laughs> I mean, they could put it on Stadia also, as random Rick mm-hmm. Reviews put out, put True. in the chat room. So th- there are Boggle a few now. different possibilities there. <laughs> I think there's a whole lot to do being made about nothing because I don't really... Personal opinion: I'm not an industry insider. I don't really see Microsoft pulling it 100% from PlayStation because they make a crap load of money off of Call of Duty games.
0: Yeah, Just I mean, as long it. as they're still making money off of it, yeah, they're the the only thing that would come up is if there's some other deal that they're trying to get through, and that you want to use it for leverage against Sony. It'd be like, hey, you know, we still got a Call of Duty on your system. We could pull that if you don't want to let us do this project over here. Because then that gives them leverage against Sony or something. So, And I guess we should
1: say there is a precedent that has evolved where people can be legitimately concerned about this because at one point in time, Bethesda's Starfield was going to be multi-platform. Microsoft bought them early enough in development that Mm. I don't think any deals had been signed or anything. So it was not Starfield's Xbox exclusive now. Now, this instance here is there's existing deals for Call of Duty. And I think that if you're Sony, you would also be incentivized to be like, hey, we want to make sure... Three years down the road from now, if the deal is up or whenever it's up, I don't know when it is, Though we can still get this game on our platform and it becomes a negotiating thing. And maybe we see more stuff open up between the consoles. I don't know. I think it's a whole lot to do about nothing. But it is an interesting story point that is coming up a lot as these regulators start investigating the deal is what is Microsoft going to do with Call of Duty? None of us care as much because none of us play Call of Duty. I can't yeah. remember the last... Not I think the really. last time I picked one up is was $5 in the markdown bin at GameStop, and I played the single player and then traded it back in.
2: Mm. But you yeah, know what? Is you want to do this kind of in a similar vein, what's I want to get an Xbox, and I want to get MLB the show, just so I can start the Xbox, start the game up, so I can see the Sony logo on it. It is
1: entertaining. They did make <laughs> yeah, MLB the show part of Game Pass but the last two oh, years. Oh, they did? So, yeah. I, they had a deal for it on Game Pass. part of
2: Game Pass? But is that all the fucking... I have questions. I have so many fucking questions.
1: Because <laughs> Microsoft paid for it to be part of Game Pass. Yeah,
2: but PlayStation, Sony, you have a Game Pass like thing now. Why? Why is it not on there? Why? What? Why is it not on there?
1: And to be fair, I don't remember if it is still part of that Game Pass or not. I know the I know year one version no longer is, and I know that this year's version was on there at one point in time, but I don't remember if it still is because I actually. Fired it up and played it on the cloud on my laptop over here because I was curious and wanted to play it. I, I learned that I can't play modern day baseball games because there's way too many weird button mechanics to try and figure out your pitches. And then you know back in the day, if you were going to swing, it was you hit the swing button and you kind of moved your stick in the direction you kind of wanted to push it to. There's so many weird ways in which you have to hit the ball now. I'm like, I can't even hit the goddamn baseball in a baseball game. I'm out. Oh, are you think hitting the balls weird? Try try pitching in a game, right? I, look, that's the real what i want is a modern day reinvention of the game base wars from the nintendo entertainment system that's what i want original nintendo or super nintendo original nintendo i believe was base wars, wars. this was that, the I game the a-
2: robot one that's super nintendo was base wars
1: base wars this was a game that was robots playing baseball in the future and yeah, um, i remember
2: the version of that it was like a you know of course robots playing sports yeah it was super nintendo but Regular Nintendo. Maybe field. it was
1: Super Nintendo and I'm getting it wrong. I'm going to look it up. But the whole concept I know, I of it was right. you basically got a robot team and you could level up your pitching strength. You could level up your throwing strength, your running speed, stuff like that. But the fun thing about these was you could give your robots weapons because if you got stuck mm. in a tag out situation, and someone tagged you out, then your robots fought to see who would actually win. Oh, I'm so seeing like, that
2: right now. If, if you mm. got
1: tagged in the base path, then your robot who was the hitter would fight the second baseman. And then you could have laser guns, laser swords, swords, stuff like that. And you if you HP. won. Hmm?
2: You have HP in the fight.
1: Yeah, you have HP in the fight. And then if you won the <laughs> fight, you then advanced to the base. And the uh, second baseman would take damage and vice versa. If you lost the fight you're thrown out, you would take damage. And the second baseman would win. It was tons of fun. and Like you could supercharge your pitches. you like hold down the A button. And there would be like a sound as it charges up and charges down. So if you hit it at its max power, you'd have the fastest pitch. It was it was a great game, I believe, on the old Nintendo. My dad and I Yeah, played it is time.
2: on the original Nintendo. I should have said
1: that. Yeah. It, fantastic game. I want a modern version of Base Wars. That's the baseball I want. Because it's arcadey baseball. I don't have to worry about hitting six buttons the right way to throw a screwball on the corner of the strike zone to a pat, to a batter.
2: You sound like an old man when you say that shit.
1: I wasn't intending to, but this is more <laughs> like what I played in the day. I like Arcade. Go yell sports at your games.
0: clouds, old man. I just want well, the updated version of Mutant Football League.
1: More, more of my thought was you do. They do have it. They do.
2: <laughs> Goddamn! It was called uh, what the? F- I have it. I actually have it. I have it Mutant too. Football League or something? What's it
1: called? No, it's called something. I have it. I do too, and I can't remember oh the name of it. Oh my god! I can look it in this up. Yeah. <laughs> more my point was i want more arcade like sports games like nba jam kind of things and, and like mm-hmm. uh, the nba streets and stuff like Isn't that. Is that the shoes
2: it's mutant league football that's it they already have a six, second one out too yep. i think the blood bowl i think what's called yeah it's a nice. it.
1: blood bowl i have blood bowl yeah
2: that's the second one right yeah yeah, yeah i a have fun it too game. it's it's all right it plays all right they have it bachman you can go get it on your playstation Four right now
0: i'll have to go look for it Go do it now! You can buy that. I'm still shit working right on Uncharted.
2: Here. Go do it now!
0: You know what? That stupid driving a jet ski up up fucking get hill. Get to the
2: second game, my man. Just put it on easy and go through it. Just get through this to get to the fun. I uh, am... This is fun too. I love the first one.
0: Oh, Eddie Once Roger, I got past that bullshit character. part, I finally Eddie found Roger. Sully. I found Eddie Sully, so... Eddie It's fucking great. I love him. I found Sully again. So yeah, I'm getting closer to the end. Oh, Sully's the best too. Well,
1: that wraps up my news, though, which kind of took us into a little side jag, as per the usual. Um, (laughs) I'm going to throw things over because it's also gaming related things to Mr. Willie D. Nelson. What you got for us? Oh, me. That's you. Oh,
2: you. So let's see if we can step away from the politics with this one.
1: Yes, there is is a, a lot of controversy surrounding the game that Willie's about to talk about. But the topic with that game we're going to talk about is not about that controversy. Is oh, not the at
2: all. Way but, uh, oh, I'll go ahead and say it. Fuck you. You know who I'm talking about. Um, but it, you'll know what I ta- who I'm talking about. So, Harry Potter. Mm. Let's see. So, uh, Hogwarts Legacy is coming out. Uh, when is that the release date? Like, did, did it get pushed back to next year? I think.
1: Well, let me look while you're talking about it. Yeah, you know. yeah. It
2: is. The, but but they gave confirmation. That's part of my That uh, sadly, Quidditch will not be uh, in the game at all.
1: It releases now, in February 2023, by the way. Okay, so they get pushed back. Yeah. Now I'm not sure if that
2: means like Quidditch is not a thing, or if you just can't play. Like, you just, like I, I wonder if they have like the field and everything they, but you know, you just can't play it. I wonder, like, it's not a playable game, mini game, or game in the within the game. So, so some background,
1: neat. they put an FAQ out where they said, "quote Quidditch is not playable in Hogwarts Legacy. However, broom flight for traversal and broom race challenges." are part of the game. Players will also fly up rooms to explore new and familiar locations surrounding Hogwarts. So they're building the flight
0: mechanic but not giving you the game that the flight mechanic is used for in the world. Yeah, that's piss for it. That's whatever.
2: It's whatever, man. Who cares? Like, It seems like there's a lot of shit already in this game so I can understand that point. But, uh... Plus, Quidditch is a bullshit game
1: anyway. Am I right? Yeah, very much. Oh, they also announced there's a PlayStation the exclusive quest for Hogwarts Legacy. Ooh. I mean, Jesus
2: Christ. Are we going back to the mid 2000 or like the late 2000s. We're like, ooh, exclusive for the PS3, the Sabotage level. That's what it sounds or like. Or in the game, the Sabotage. Mm-hmm. It's like, what the fuck? Why, why are we doing this? This is dumb. Let's not do this. Let's get away from that. Have the game be the game on whatever game game you game on. Right? Game game. Yes. Game Call game. your GAN. She deserves it.
1: They did announce also that that release date, I told you, is for all systems except the Nintendo Switch, which has a still-to-be-determined release date. I don't...
0: Why, because, like Willie said, Nintendon't.
1: Exactly. nintendo, exact, nintendo!
2: <laughs> I hope that echoed perfectly for the mic, when I was going away from the mic, so it just echo better. Thank yeah. you. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I mean Come on, Quidditch is a bunch of bullshit, is it not? The only thing that really matters is the snitch. Nothing else matters. Why everyone isn't following the snitch, I don't understand, because that's the only thing that matters.
1: Yes and no, you can score enough points to overcome the value of the snitch. Yeah. But if you get the snitch, the game's over, and you just win. No, the game is over, and you get 150 points add to your total, and then whoever's the highest score wins. So if your whole team just goes after it,
2: and you, I mean, you're more likely to get, like, a lot more likely to get it like why not just do that yeah. because the other team, team is doing it, the other team could score 15 goals throwing, in that time yeah so why are both teams just trying to get the snitch just to win like that's that's the key because who that's cares how like, the game is played listen listen i'm gonna say this woman doesn't know what
0: the fuck she's writing about well, i'm saying you can pull your goalie if you want and have more people on offense but not everybody pulls their goalie every game
1: and i don't that's fair i'm Semi-thinking that the rules say only the uh, chaser, not the chaser, the seeker, seeker can go after the snitch.
2: So if anyone, so if, so if the snitch just like, if you're just flying around and so the snitch just crosses your path and
1: boom. You're not allowed to, you hey! can't catch it. Nothing happens is my understanding. You have that's to be
2: the seeker. bullshit. These wizards are a bunch of asshats.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, they created two of the balls in the game trying to kill you. And yeah. that's why two of the people have to actually beat them off with sticks. I'm sorry. Do you want to rephrase that? <laughs> no, they're called the beaters. They're called
1: beaters. That's the name of the position.
0: Yeah. Oh, I thought they were called fluffers. No, they're called bludgeoners. <laughs> they beat off your sticks. And
2: just remember, write your hate mail because I'm talking about underage fictional wizards.
1: Who the <laughs> fuck cares? I'm still not 100% sure this game is actually coming out. I'll be honest because it keeps getting pushed oh, back. and then- It does
0: look good. Oh wait, isn't uh, Warner Brothers involved? To so be yeah, fair, count yeah. on nothing. But to be fair,
2: Chris, a lot of shit got pushed back this year. A lot That's of fair. shit.
0: That's fair. Marvel's
2: Midnight Suns. I've been waiting like a fuck on that. It's supposed to come back in March. It was supposed to already be out.
1: How do how you do wait like it? a fuck? I'm confused. Look at Willie.
2: He's doing it right now. <laughs> do you see how anxious I am when I talk about Marvel's Midnight Suns? See no. Him? See. It. No, don't I don't see, see, see the anxiety. To, you don't see it. You need to start seeing it. Open your eyes, my man. Are you channeling Nick Cage right now? I'm not trying to. It just comes <laughs> out naturally, baby. <laughs> yeah, you are. He <was. laughs>
1: He's going full Cage.
2: I wasn't. No, that was not intentional. That was just me being me.
0: That pillow is affecting you.
2: Oh, here. I got it. I got you. you <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, this
1: pillow.
0: Uh, 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 yeah. God.
2: Let's give him a nosebleed.
0: Oh. One yeah. of my friends, his
1: wife, like hates Nick Cage. Almost has like almost a phobia of him. And people send her random gifts that is Nick Cage. One of which was that pillow. She's mm-hmm. like, "Oh, this is a nice pillow." And then she swiped it. Uh, it was Nick Cage's face, and I guess she freaked out.
2: <laughs> and if that's not your whole deal, I got this one, which is not as good because you can't really see it. Uh, which way is the right way? That's yeah, the right way. Oh no, it's Nick Cage as well, just from uh, Face Off.
1: Ah, uh, it's the
2: screen priest, right? His
1: face. Yeah,
2: I believe oh. that's when he's uh Grabbing an underage uh, choir girl's ass, I believe. Uh-huh. Yeah. There's no way you can't tell me she's underage. There's not a chance in hell. Yeah. Although that was, it was the was whole point idea. of that scene. It was also <laughs> a character probably played by someone who wasn't underage. So it's I I don't know how to I don't know, man. It's a fucking weird ass <laughs> movie. it that was who John Woo? No, that was Mission Possible 2.
0: Who did off you No, know, face, face off, off was, John Woo? was yeah, John Woo. It was John Woo? Yeah. That's why mm. that's why there were all those Dubs. You know, dubs flying during all the gunfights. I couldn't yeah. remember if the
2: dubs were in there. I, I, I was probably mixing up, because they came around the same time, right? Face-Off and uh, Mission Impossible 2. Didn't they come around Mission the Impossible same
1: time? Mission Impossible 2 was, like, was in the 2000s. Face-Off was in the 90s, wasn't it? I think face- Mission Impossible 2 was like, what? Like 2000, 2001? Face-Off was, what,
2: 99, 98? 97 for Face-Off. Yeah, I was thinking about 97. I was thinking about it, because I, I was looking at it. I was like, oh,
1: Mission Impossible Where's- 2 was 2000. Oh, three yeah. fucking years! Oh, different decade. Yeah. Hey, Mission sure. Impossible Two is responsible for us getting Hugh Jackman as Wolverine, so we should always be thankful.
0: Yep, because otherwise it would have been Doug Gray Scott.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, because he had to go do Mission Impossible. Doug Gray Scott no, had to do he,
1: Mission Impossible.
0: No, I have no uh, idea. Doing Doug Mission Ray Impossible, Scott he is. dislocated his shoulder in the no. motorcycle scene. Otherwise, he would have been able to go and no. film Wolverine. Okay. Yeah, he, he was hired. He was under contract. And then he got injured doing that stunt in Mission Impossible 2. And that's when he had to, he called Brian Singer and said, I can't come do the movie because I won't be able to do the physicality that's involved in playing a character. So my shoulder's jacked up.
1: That's why Hugh yeah. Jackman's chops kind of change appearance throughout the movie, because near the end of he filming, was, he'd actually yeah. grown them out versus having to use makeup and special effects for it. How come?
2: Yep. How come hiring uh, Hugh Jackman wasn't cultural appropriation when they hired him to be Wolverine? That's cultural appropriation, right? So uh, appropriating Canadian culture? Yeah, he's a yeah Wolverine Canadian. Hugh Jackman, not Canadian,
1: from a whole different continent. Well, in that case, then hiring uh, Hugh Laurie to play Doctor House is cultural appropriation. Exactly. I'm not sure this is a hill well, you want to die on because this, there's going to
0: they the never. Extreme. They I don't never really show. Give a fuck. I I'm, no, I'm just. I'm I just know why it doesn't count in the movies. You never see Wolverine eat. Um. Any Tim Hortons? Oh. oh. No
1: Timmys. Well, he never to has fair. any Timmys,
0: and he never has any uh gravy fries. What the hell is it called?
1: Poutine.
0: He never has any poutine, so therefore, it's not cultural appropriation.
2: Yeah. Can't Wolverine <laughs> eat like the blob and still just be fine? Supposedly. Um, I mean you would think with a healing thing it would be metabolism too, right? You would think. I don't know. Supposedly.
1: I mean I assume he has to, he burns calories healing himself because the energy to do that has to come from somewhere.
0: Does it now? Maybe I maybe mutants maybe well, mutants break thermodynamics. And his muscle mass is moving around a six hundred pound skeleton all day. That's true too. It's not easy to do. I'm sorry.
2: Six hundred pounds.
0: Yeah, yeah, Wolverine supposedly weighs six hundred pounds. His metal, his bones are laced with the heaviest metal on Earth. Yeah, but that's why he can't swim. That's if why really when you want to get rid of Wolverine in a fight, you toss him in the ocean. That's why He'll when get he, out eventually,
1: when Magneto ripped the adamantium from him, is why he was stronger than the normal person.
0: Mm-hmm. Are we well, really? He also went feral.
1: But
2: so Magneto is a master of magnetism, right?
1: Yes. Mm-hmm.
2: What? I don't think adamantium would be uh uh what what's the terminology for ferrokinetic or something was it called when when something can be affected by magnets I don't think it, yeah because not all metals are can, can magnets work on them it well doesn't. it always has been it's in only canon. a small percentage like
0: yeah but here? when you make up a metal then you determine whether or not that metal can be affected by magnetism what and in the vibranium? world of the X Men Colossus's skin. And Wolverine's skeleton can both be affected by Magneto. The organic
2: metal? Are you fucking kidding me?
0: Organic oh, steel. Fuck this. It's so, magnetic.
2: So he could just, you know what would be hilarious? If he just, like, ships down, and he's still a big-ass fucking rush, and he goes, oh, yeah.
1: Boom! Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah, I forgot. Punch. I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. I got muscles. I forgot. <laughs> it's fucking, oh, my God. No metal now,
0: bitch.
1: Let's move on to the next story. All right. What do you got for us, Bachman?
0: So according to Slash Films with these last two weekends, it's been the the battle of the fantasy worlds. And the Rings of Power premiere draws 25 million viewers worldwide in the first 24 hours, comma, according to Amazon. (laughs) So uh, this is a Slash Film article from uh, Ben Severo from uh, the 3rd. So what, yesterday? Yeah, so yesterday. Uh, So they put up... uh, We've got the Prime Video highly anticipated Middle Earth series, The Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power, has reportedly earned epic viewership numbers in its debut on Amazon. Variety reports that, according to Amazon, and like they have to keep putting that, and you'll find out why, the big-budget JR. Tolkien adaptation is viewed by 25 million viewers globally during the first 24 hours. that episodes 1 and 2 were available in 240 countries and territories on September 1st and 2nd, depending on which of those countries and territories you're in. It's worth noting a few caveats, though. First, is the first time ever Amazon has shared internal TV ratings publicly, because we all know streaming services haven't done it. Secondly, the company doesn't give a clear definition of what counts as a view. So, since the criteria for streaming viewership numbers are determined by the company that owns the streamer, unlike traditional viewing numbers reported by third-party firm Nielsen, it's unclear exactly how those 25 million views have been counted. And this doesn't just apply to Amazon either, because as we know with Netflix, same thing. If someone watches a minute of a show or 45 minutes of a show, the streamer can determine which one of those counts as a view and can say that they both count, even if they didn't watch the whole thing. So it says what, uh, so Ring of Power is being touted as breaking all previous records, marking the biggest premiere in the history of Prime Video, which, of course, probably true. Has not determined how Amazon has not disclosed how it determines the what counts as a view, in other words, how many episodes does a viewer need for it to be counted. See what was it? Streaming services, blah blah blah. Yeah. For example, when Disney shared that it has more total streaming subscriptions than Netflix, and the figure that counts, they counted the Disney bundle, which includes Disney Plus, Hulu, and ESPN, as three separate subscriptions. So. You know, you move your numbers around to make it to where every truck that's selling is the number one truck in its category, according to your company, because basically every truck is in a different category all by itself. And that's how they're all the number one selling truck in America. But, you know, you move the numbers around to work for your company. Uh, says, uh, Regardless of the, uh, the actual numbers, hard to deny that a lot of people are watching the show. There's most definitely welcome news for Amazon, which reportedly spent four hundred and sixty five dollars. Million dollars for the first season of the fantasy series, with a second season already in the works. It's worth noting that since 250 million of that initial number was spent solely on the rights to adapt JR tokens work, the price tag for two seasons won't be quite, or for season two won't be quite as steep. So yeah, so 250 million just for the ability to make the show, and then they're dropping you know million like millions and millions on each and every episode. Uh, let's see here, and then yeah, they Ooh. talked about the comparison. Uh, Warner Bros. Discovery is also riding this particular wave of fantastical fiction, which has with much success since current hot topic among TV viewers is the Cargarian-focused Game of Thrones prequel, House of the Dragon. HBO and HBO Max revealed that show pulled in 10.2 million viewers for the second episode and is up to nearly 25 million viewers for the premiere. So if Amazon Prime's big-budget fantasy show actually pulled in HBO's viewership from two weeks in just one day, that's definitely quite an achievement. So keep in mind that rings of power figures encompass 240 countries, whereas HBO max is only available in a handful of regions outside the U S let's see, regardless until streaming figures are regulated and reported by parties, not affiliated with the streamers themselves. It's difficult to fully get behind the accuracy of reports like this. Yeah. So Amazon's basically saying that, you know, everybody watched, you know, the rings of power and I'll be honest, I did watch both. We watched the t- first two episodes of the rings of power and me and Janna watched the first two episodes of Game of Thrones. And, I don't know, have you watched either of them, Willie? No! So, they're both really good. The weird thing is, is that honestly, the 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 Game of Thrones one is so far a much better story. Lord of the Rings, two episodes in, it's, it's strange because it's a whole lot of world building, which you wouldn't think you would need so much of if we're already in the world of tolkien and it doesn't really feel like much has happened and so it's very strange because it looks pretty it looks pretty as hell so, all the lord of the rings episodes so far they look like each episode cost 20 million dollars i do have a they question they look the price tag
2: where does the rings of power take place in the after lord of the rings no before
0: prequel. so this is yeah this is the prequel For the ring Way before the Hobbit. So this is when the rings are originally made. So the one ring to rule them all. Plus like the rings for the dwarves, the rings for the elves and the rings for the humans. This is the story leading up to when the rings were created. And what do the
2: rings do again?
0: I don't know. Does Does anybody know? It's supposed to make you a badass or something. But then, yeah, there's the one ring to rule them all, which was the Billy badass. Green
2: Lantern. You become Green
0: Lantern. Right? Oh, you become Gold Lantern (laughs) or something. Who knows? But yeah, I mean, having watched them both, like it's it's weird because, yeah, they're supposedly spending like 20, 30 million dollars per episode. And after having watched two episodes of the new Game of Thrones, it seems like much more has happened in that show than has happened over the, the same amount of episodes in Lord of the Rings. And the Game of Thrones still looks maybe not as pretty, but it's also darker. It's a darker tone. It always has been like it's kind of the grim and gritty fantasy world. Whereas Lord of the Rings is really pretty. It's really bright and shiny elf stuff. I don't are know. It's hour long? Roughly. Yeah. Okay, right. A,
2: You're right around there. I
0: mean, yeah, the two like, episodes one's in. One's yeah. like half
2: hour and one's yeah. like, you know, an hour.
0: That's what I'm I I'm much more digging like, I mean, Matt Smith's, the Targaryen, the Targaryen, yeah, Targaryen, Targaryen he's playing. Targaryen. Targaryen. Like, Matt Smith looks like a badass in his white wig. Like, the actors are kind of, you know, having some, they've got some, some good stuff already with some some fights and then you know some good dragon shots. I, I don't. know. So far, you know Amazon's putting up huge numbers. They're saying a ton of people are watching it. I just wonder how many people are actually enjoying it because so far it's kind of boring. Like it's a really pretty show, but two episodes in it still doesn't feel like anything's happened. And that that's just it's disappointing.
1: It's like they, they just wrote the built show based off of a name because people would watch it without much thought as to what they're going to do with it.
0: Yeah. Have you watched these or them, Chris? No, I.
1: Fantasy stuff like that doesn't really do much for me. My wife was a big Game of Thrones fan. She felt pretty burned by the ending, so she already mm-hmm. said she's waiting until this mm-hmm. season comes out before she decides whether to watch it. She'll probably watch the Lord of the Rings stuff though. She loves those books. Free folk yeah.
2: don't forget.
1: I'm sorry? Oh my god. Free Folk
2: Don't Forget. If you get it, you get it, you don't, you don't, Chris. Just
1: I don't back get it. Off. Back
0: mm-hmm. off. Okay. Mance Ryder was right. Oh god. Settle down.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: uh supposedly, you know, it's pulling in huge numbers, but I I don't know. From what I've seen so far, I have a feeling that yeah, those Amazon numbers, no matter how they count them, are not going to stay there cuz yeah, what feedback I saw on Twitter is that people that have watched it have been like, "Ah, that was a show like there's you have a couple of, you know, you have what, I think two characters that are from the original like movies that people saw because they're the two of the elves much younger. They have Galadriel and Eldron because of the younger version of those elves, you know, a thousand years previous, they're still like teenagers or they're in their twenties or whatever. A couple of cool fight scenes, but yeah, just, yeah, it's just kind of boring.
1: That's fair. I've never really, like I said, I watched Lord of the Rings movies when they came out. Cause that was a thing at the time, but I didn't yeah. love them like a lot of my friends. So I watched them once. I was like, okay, that's cool. And then yeah, I know, I've got other friends that are like, oh, I'm bored this weekend. I don't know what to do. I'm gonna watch Lord of the Rings, which I'm like with other properties. So I'm not throwing yeah. stones. It's just not a property that really resonates with me.
2: Man, I don't even do that with other series. No, it's weird.
1: Some people have I love comfort movies. shows, I man. I
2: fucking love movies, and I'm not gonna sit a whole fucking day watching a whole series. But of
1: movies. so I guess uh, let me rephrase. It's it's more like a comfort thing, which is, hey, I'm staying home to work on a bunch of stuff and my go-to is to throw, say, Lord of the Rings on in the background while I work on things, because that's a movie that they like a lot, comfortable with, things like that. It's a creature comfort yeah. kind of thing.
2: Oh, I'm picturing yeah. them sitting there, and they're just, they're not doing anything else. That's their day. Well, they're that wasn't watching.
0: my intent of what to, uh... No. It's like when I put on Scream 1, 2, and 3. <laughs> yeah. Just nice background noise. People get murdered. Nice Especially all those noise. screams. I used to fall asleep to those movies. This used to be my... Papa I'm not movie sure what that, that says that about you. You. Yeah.
2: But just, yeah, it's nice to hear people getting killed in the
0: background, right? When you've watched, yeah, when you've watched a movie a couple hundred times and you're used to every quote in it, like, yeah, it's comforting. The last one I did that to the most of those was Cabin in the Woods. So good. Movies don't create psychos, movies make psychos more more creative. creative.
2: Damn right. Yeah, I got this stuck in my head. Mm-hmm. Think I'm that dumb? No. Well yeah, but no, yeah, I don't know.
0: We we've been watching both and we'll probably continue to watch both. But yeah, so far we're both way more entertained by the Game of Thrones show. It has a very solid storyline, it knows exactly where it's going and the characters like are really well thought out. Plus it's kinda cool to see um I can't think of the actor's name, but he was the Saint of Killers and uh, preacher, and he's one of the king's guard. And so seeing that dude with his like you know gray beard all trimmed up standing there in giant silver body armor like just looking like a straight paladin ready to take on the world it's kind of cool to see that old dude just looking like a badass knight like he looks awesome in Game of Thrones
2: looks like he's a space hunk from fucking uh,
0: Starcraft <laughs> yeah he's, he's just big he's just big as hell yeah, and, bro, yeah I like, put that mental image in your head the big bulky fucking armor
2: little yep. tiny head. <laughs>
0: But, I mean yeah, of the two, yeah, it's I mean, I'm watching both of them, but yeah, the new one Yeah, like if I was going to give up one show right now, it would definitely be The Lord of the Rings cuz the the House of the Dragon right now has been much more interesting.
1: I just want to know when Brian Danielson's going to show up in it.
0: I don't know. The wrestler? He's The yeah. American Dragon. He's The American Dragon.
1: I thought it was Jake Long. Yeah, Brian Danielson is The American Jake Dragon. Long.
2: There was a there's a cartoon show I never watched as I as Jake Long American Dragon.
1: It's Brian Danielson. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure that show came out way before he
2: was like used that name.
1: When well, did yeah. that show Gra- come out? Danielson's been using that like
2: name early since early
1: 2000s.
0: The actor I'm talking about for those of, if you're wondering it's Graham McTavish. That dude is awesome. Cat. Yeah, he was Can't play with this while I'm on He air. was like a preacher in um, the last season of Lucifer, and yeah, he's just—he's been in a ton of stuff. But yeah, he's now Sir Harold Westerling, and yeah, that dude in a giant, you know, set of armor is just imposing as hell. And if I remember correctly, a Sir spelled S E R. Yep,
2: I don't know why there's a th- distinction, but it, there is.
1: It's gonna be pretty close when he started using American Dragon because it was right after he debuted, oh which was in like 1999. <laughs> Going back like,
0: to this, what? you Chris, it was—it was a joke. It was just a dumb joke, man. I didn't mean anything by nope. it. Too bad you got him started talking wrestling. Now you're in trouble. Now it's I AEW talk for half Long, an American hour.
2: Dragon, watch it now. even be called American Dragon. Watch it be called something different. I'm fucking stupid. I yeah, can't he what was. The hell that show was when
1: he was part of Memphis Championship Wrestling and being trained by William Regal. He adopted the well-known moniker American Dragon, which was in 2000, I think. So he's been uh, it was American- called
0: American Dragon. Semicolon Jake Long was the name of the show. <laughs> oh yay! And Jake really? Long was voiced by Dante Bosco. Rufi, oh, oh, oh. shit! Nice.
2: Yep, yep. Look at this. See, how fucking big brain in here, baby.
0: Yeah, because oh. yeah, I know he was he was a martial arts kid that turned into a dragon. It was, I remember that show. It's pretty cool. This was on yeah, Kids
1: WB, that. wasn't it?
0: I thought it was uh, Disney. Sounds movie, right. I think it was an abc one i
1: thought I think. they paired it with jackie chan adventures on kids w oh you're probably
2: right i think mm-hmm. you're right yeah you're probably right
0: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: they maybe it even crossed like them over is, at one point so it so is I have now on, on disney
0: plus so yeah it was as it either was a disney property produced by walt disney television animation
2: so i have a friend on i play games with on the playstation their name is jackie meow and i every time like i always have to say jackie you know, just like, you know, uncle, uncle, Jackie, fucking love that show. Fucking love this show. And yeah,
1: here's a cat for you.
2: My cat's fucking around. somewhere. Oh, she's looking under the bed for something. This one's oh. fat and mad. Uh, mine's getting fat.
0: Jackie Chan Adventures was one of the best shows ever created that like the premise just makes no sense. Like, oh, we're just going to make Jackie Chan a cartoon star.
1: I mean, he basically does and things magical, that only a cartoon can do. Talismans,
0: yeah, in real life, yeah, but yeah, magical it was, talismans. It was such a weird show, but it was so so good. The animation, the voice casting, that whole show is, is extremely well made. Wasn't it though? That was awesome. And also had a little intro and outro by
2: Jackie Chan, or at least an outro. I don't know about an intro, but I think, uh, but a little outro where he's. Actually- I think he did the outros. Yeah,
0: yeah. Jackie Chan's just—he's just awesome. Thought,
2: how that was, that was my news
1: of the week broken to dust yeah, by now. Awesome. Beats me. Some people bounce back better than others. That said, it is time for us to start wrapping this show up. How we do that is a final segment, a bit called What I'm Into. It's where we share with you guys watching live or viewing at a later date the geeky and nerdy things we didn't get into because, hey, you may want to go check them out yourselves. Uh, I'll kick things off because the list is pretty short, but one of them I did want to talk about a lot, which is – w- We'll get to the one I want to talk about a lot a lot at the end of it. But I've been uh, getting caught up on my professional wrestling. I actually sat down and watched part of a WWE pay-per-view, excuse me, premium live event on Peacock yesterday afternoon because they were doing it in the UK. So it started at 1 p.m. Eastern. I was like, oh, wow. I don't have to stay up till midnight to watch this. Like, I'll be staying up to midnight tonight
0: for a pay-per-view. Which money in the Bank pay-per-view is this?
1: This was uh, Clash at the Castle is what it was called. Oh. <gasps>
0: Castle McCulloch? Really That's right down the road for me. Premium live it. event every two weeks now. How many have they invented?
1: Well, I mean, for WWE, it's basically their pay-per-views are now called premium live events. You can still buy them pay-per-view, I think, but why bother if you can get Peacock and just watch it on that?
0: Yeah.
1: Or WWE Network in the past. But I will also be watching tonight uh, AEW All Out starting at All 8 out. p.m. is the pay-per-view. Sadly, I have to watch it on the shitty Bleacher Report app, which is terrible. Hopefully it works like it's supposed to tonight. I don't know if I'll watch the pre-show tonight, just because if I watch the pre-show, that's 15 matches in a five-hour span, and that might just be too much for me right now. So I may watch the free <laughs> pre-show on YouTube tomorrow as part of my hey, Labor Day activities. Hey, Chris. Yes, yeah. sir. Did you Did you listen
2: to the last week's episode we did?
1: Not all of it.
2: No, no. Uh, yeah, my buddy went to uh, went to West Virginia for when they were recording were they're in three in episodes. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think Charleston, though. I think South Carolina, because Charleston, South Carolina, man.
1: Well, we have a Charleston and a Charlestown in West Virginia, so it's really fun.
2: I <laughs> fucking hate West Virginia <laughs> with a goddamn passion. I, I did not. All you and Brad Hicks can go fuck off. I
1: did not go down to Charleston for the AEW tapings and live show, because that's about a three-hour drive, two-and-a-half-hour, three-hour drive. He drove from North Carolina. I also, Although my right foot it was, was busted. Carolina. It was a bachelor party thing. Yeah.
2: Yeah, well, but yeah, yeah did. they record all three of them in the same day. I don't know what the fuck. Yeah,
1: mean. it's what they did when I was in Pittsburgh too. I'm jealous because that means he was there for the return of Kenny Omega.
2: Oh, I guess so. I, mm-hmm. I don't. I didn't ask because I mean, I don't. He doesn't watch wrestling, and I don't really watch it yeah. either. So Kenny Omega is the a goat. thing the he the still enjoyed it. Goat. And did you not hear that I who I saw? Who did you see? I got to see Conan O'Brien. Nice. Surprisingly, he just popped in Charlotte, North Carolina. He's a Tall dude
1: probably made you look short.
2: He didn't look that tall. The who's on stage was Scott Aukerman, so he didn't look that tall. I guess because Scott Aukerman's also kind of tall too, so mm-hmm. apparently we're the same height, so I don't fucking know.
1: And I guess the, the other major thing I've been getting into that I'll talk about on here at least is I had some best buy points that were expiring, so I used them to buy a game, and I wish I kind of hadn't now, but I love the old Saints Row games. Saints Row 3 oh. and 4 and Saints Row 2. Really enjoy those. The new Saints Row game sucks. If you went in expecting like the, the crazy, wacky <laughs> antics that you got in the later Saints Row games, no. There's some funny, weird moments, but they basically just went back to the original roots, which is it's a GTA knockoff that doesn't do anything different than GTA. And it's not really that fun. I'm kind of bummed Wait, that I bought this- it.
0: The new game that they're expressly promoting as if it is a wild and crazy weird. There's kinda. some weird stuff in
1: it, but it, it's nowhere near the same level of weirdness you'd get in Saints Row three and four, where like you could go and carry around a giant dildo and beat people with it and stuff like the that. The purple penetrate. Yeah. There was a there was a weapon you'd get in Saints Row 4 that was the alien probe gun where you could shoot probes at people oh. and stuff like that. Uh, don't
2: forget the dubstep gun. The dubstep gun.
1: Called. Like what made, the, what made the Saints Row games fun to me is they're like, yeah, we know everyone does sandbox games. Nobody takes it to the weird level that we take it. And that's what was fun for me. And this just feels like a GTA ripoff. It's okay. But it, it's not what Saints Row was. Like, I'll finish it, I'm sure, at some point. But I've played about three hours of it. And I'm going, This is this is GTA that has some weird, funny mm. moments tossed in.
2: Uh, I do want to say one thing positive about it is that's all right for you, Chris. Yeah, go
1: ahead. It's, it's not a bad uh, game. It's just the, not what I wanted.
2: Let's put it that. way. The Character creator looks fucking amazing. I've seen some nice ass shit people made, and they did do something really I cool. Give them which that. was
1: like three months ago, I think it was. They put out what they called was their boss creator yep. that was put out on all the consoles and for PC. Yeah, where you yeah. could basically create your character, any version of them you wanted ahead of time. Ahead of time, yeah. so that as soon as you started the game, you'd be like, okay, select the character I created. Boop, here it is. We're good to go. That's cool. and th- So there's been a lot of people who have done some really cool boss characters and put them online. And that's well, fine. And that, that looks, looks really cool. But characters. this just... I was expecting something different than what it was. And maybe it's that disappointment that colors my opinion. And it feels, like I said, just like a, another version of GTA games. Like another open sandbox game. Doesn't have like the same fun, weird missions we had and stuff in the past with the Saints Row games. And I don't think that the side characters are as interesting as the side characters we had before maybe it's because i've only played three and a half hours or so and haven't gotten a chance to meet them and the biggest egregious thing there's no keith fucking david in
0: this game those bastards
1: burn the studio (laughs) burn it to
0: the ground for
1: those that aren't aware keith david plays himself in saints row 4 and is the vice president of the united states Mm, to your character's president
2: and he just sits there right as you just kick someone right square in the nuts. And <laughs> hmm, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's brilliant. So, all right, take it from someone who's played none of the first or second one, beat the third one, and a little bit of the fourth one now. What makes Saint- Saints Rogue a great game is they took GTA, they took the weapons from Ratchet and Clank. And then they took over-the-top zany wrestling moves. Yeah. And they topped it all off with adult fucking humor. And immature adult humor. And they wrapped it all up, and
1: they punched it right in the nuts, and they put it out in the world. Hell, they even had Roddy Piper in one of the games, too.
2: Oh, nice. yeah. they did that. Yeah, because I'm a random doom. That was I Saints was like, Row 4.
1: And Saints Row 4 remember. is fun because... Like the game starts off with like the typical kind of action you would expect. Comes out. I've told you about this. It's the best video game intro ever. (laughs) It's really great. And then in the end, you get the song.
2: The song as you're climbing. That's that's what that's what I was like. I love this. If you get a chance to play
1: it, it, it's dirt cheap because it's an old game at this point in time. But Saints Row Four is delightful. And basically, what happens is you get put into the matrix and you get superpowers. So, like, when you get to the end of the game, you've got telekinesis, you can throw fireballs, you can jump super high, you have flashes super speed, and it's just tons of fun to go around using your superpowers.
2: The one thing, I I feel bad for the person whoever had to uh, fucking code in, like, how cars are driven. Yeah. Or, like, you know, know, because then no one's going to get in a fucking car, right? You just fly around. I think they
1: imported it from the previous game, Yeah, so it probably was not a bunch of... lost time uh, but regardless saints row four is still one of my favorite games just because of how dumb and insane it is but saints row three is also really fun and slightly grounded i guess when you compare it to saints row four because it actually takes place in a (laughs) world where you don't have superpowers
2: i mean yeah and then what what then they just snapped it right back to saints row one well
1: they did the Gat out of hell spinoff too which was okay
2: well, I mean, yeah, but that's a spinoff. That's for like DLC side story yeah. shit. It was like a, it was like the Miles Morales to it, but lesser that. Like, not lesser, but you know, like not as much in depth as. That. It was like a little DLC that they gave as like part of the season pass, I think.
1: Yeah. So what I think the biggest problem was is that this just didn't. If you were a, excuse me, if you were a fan of these Saints Row games, this is more faithful to say Saints Row one and two than mm-hmm. the Saints Row three and four stuff we got, where it's a more grounded gta-like game and there's plenty of other sandbox games like that that's not why i picked up there's some funny moments i've had literal lolling moments where i've laughed out loud but it's it's not the same and i'm just kind of bummed and i kind of if i hadn't paid well i mean i paid 30 bucks for it because i had 30 dollars worth of best buy rewards that were expiring so i guess for 30 bucks i feel okay with it but had i spent 60 bucks yeah i don't think so i would have been kind of disappointed mm, yeah. it's one of those ones when it drops down to like 20 30 bucks give it a try if you want
2: oh i'd say don't even play it now at this point yeah at this
1: point do do it now there's some D-O-A. weird glitches and stuff in there too they, they effed up they should have leaned into the craziness that's what it comes down to i remember when the first trailer like
2: came out i was like what is this like i don't understand what this is, is this a remake of the first game it just wasn't clear and yes that's a you know that's a red well, flag and, when you look at try like I don't know what this is. This doesn't
1: take place in their knockoff of California. You're like in the desert in Arizona.
2: So it doesn't even take place What was the name of the city? I can't remember it. Freeport was that what it was or something like I that? Think so. Was that the Was or that Steelport that the City? Steelport, that was it. Yep. Yep. That yep, that, that unlocked a memory. So Yeah, Steelport. Yeah, this that's takes place in California.
1: In like- or wherever it's supposed to be. This takes place in Arizona, so you've got some places that are city, and then you've got, like, wide-open desert and stuff like that, which is cool, because you can get, like, dune buggies and drive through it, but I don't know. And I need to figure out how you actually unlock quick travel, because, like, it's all about this quick game if you're supposed to take pictures of things to do it. So I went and took the picture of what's supposed to be the quick travel thing, and, uh, it didn't work. So (laughs) that's the other annoying thing, is I have to drive from one end of the map to the other, and none of the quick travel sites that I thought I'd unlocked We're unlocked.
0: Annoying. Okay, that sucks.
1: Maybe it's just a glitch. I don't know. It's not bad. It's just disappointing because I had different expectations, I guess is the best way of putting it. It's fair. Fair enough. Lowered expectations. What was that from Mad TV? Oh, that is Mm. Mad TV.
2: Lowered
1: expectations. (laughs) Bachman, what you mean, get into?
0: Uh, Let's see, we finished our watch through of The Rise and Fall of Shiv Palpatine last night. Uh, We finished, uh, we've been watching just all the Star Wars movies back to back. We finally watched um, Rise of Skywalker. So we've now watched, actually set and just watched them all. Which is kind of nice, like, you know, know, starting all the way back with Phantom Menace and stuff. It's been a while since I've actually sat and just watched the Star Wars films. So it's was cool now to watch all of them. It's a shame. now all nine are
1: done. It's a shame the Rise of Skywalker is pure trash. I like that movie.
0: That's got my favorite Star Wars character oh in it. Oh so. my god, I'm checking out. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh. Took me nine took me nine films and like nine other TV shows and stuff to find my favorite Star Wars character, and now I have him and I know who he is and I love him and kiss my ass. Doesn't make the Babu movie Freaks good? the best. <laughs> That's a he? Yeah. yeah, fair enough. <laughs> He's right here.
2: Please don't know. Oh no, God damn! Why'd I say? Shit? Yeah. Why'd I say? Any, why <laughs> the fuck did I say anything?
0: I don't know.
1: Well, don't worry, Willie. Now they're putting oh. him in the Mandalorian too.
2: I was getting Boba Freak mixed up with the uh, whoever was running that thing on the Mandalorian plan or whatever the fuck it was that that, uh, the that they go to. The one who had the the lightsaber in the back of her bar or whatever the fuck it
0: was. Oh, Maz Kanata? Yeah, that. I was getting that confused. The one the yeah, the chick with the butthole eyes and the big mm-hmm. yeah, the little magnifying glasses? Yeah. No, Babu's the one that unlocks C three PO's head.
2: Yeah, he I was I man. thought they were one and the same. I was getting mixed up. Babu's <laughs> the one wow. that undoes yeah. another
1: consequence in the movie that doesn't stick. Yeah. Which was? C three PO having his memory wiped and effectively dying after he has a touching yeah. farewell to his friends.
0: Oh, I don't even remember that. And then R two gives him his memories back. Yeah. Wait, you guys just yeah. fucking with me. That wasn't in the movie. No, it was in the movie. Yeah, it was.
2: I don't remember that at all. Yeah. Yeah. I only saw way... each of them one time. So. Me too.
0: The only way to find the location is to read the blade. The blade is written in Sith runes. So C three PO reads it and then can't tell them anything because his programming does not allow him to translate Sith because it's an outlawed language. And Poe Dameron's like, really? The one time we want you to talk and you can't? Wait, wait, wait. He can read it, he just can't tell you what it says? Exactly. Yes. He can't tra- He's not allowed to translate it because of his programming. And so the only way they can get him to translate it is that they memory re- reset him, which is what Babu Freak does. He basically goes into his like processor in C-3PO's head, turns him off and turns him back on, and then he... He translates what was written on the dagger. What? That
1: dagger that miraculously lined up with the crashed Death Star throne room on a ocean planet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not
2: for plot point, but just thinking. Like if they didn't want him to translate it,
0: just don't program it in him to be yeah. able to read it. Vader's a jackass. I mean, Vader created him. But is he the one who put all those desert. programs in him, though? It's not like he yeah. created him and just left him? Like that should've been a. Thing. Somebody that wrote all stupid, that code. Right? Yeah, where, where's the part where Anakin's sitting there writing all this programming code that goes into C-3PO's head? Where's those scenes?
1: Like that's stupid, right? That he
0: created C-3PO. <laughs> that's stupid, right?
1: Well, I mean, he built him. It doesn't necessarily mean you couldn't get open source software off the Holonet to put on him. That's <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, yeah but, stuff. Yeah, but, that, that's a stupid
2: plot point that Anakin Skywalker actually created. See, yeah, he so randomly stupid.
0: built a droid I mean, when he was a slave that had no rights or money, and spent. He looked his, like he was five years well, old too, and spent all of his time trying to build a pod racer. But in his spare time, not building a his pod spare, racer, spare spare time, he also randomly built the droid that was going to be in every movie. But oh, yeah, it's it was almost
1: randomly. like a force powered person's a Gary Stu in the Star Wars universe. Who almost
0: almost <laughs> almost yeah a character that was immaculately concepted by the force
1: you know what fuck you mary sue is
2: gen- gender is genderless we use it for everybody fuck it i don't give a shit
1: everyone <laughs> be know, mary sue. you know funny. what it
2: means it doesn't fucking matter if it's gender I mean luke skywalker
1: is a gary stew slash mary sue also
2: you got for damn sure. right i should sure. fucking admit it too
1: but yeah
0: so we watched that last night so That was, was just a cunt <laughs> And then uh, we also did, uh, we did family draw it out again. I did a sketch of Kyle from uh, Animal Crossing. I'd never uh, drawn that character before. Then, uh, let's see, Jana drew uh, Winnie the Pooh, which was fantastic. And then uh, Fashion drew... Is uh, it
1: Winnie the Pooh inspired by the Disney version Disney? or the upcoming horror movie that's coming out?
0: The Disney version. Okay. And they actually, actually nailed the, the smile. It looks like an animated like disney like drawing it was really cool because yeah getting you know getting something stylized in animation form is really tough so yeah it looked really good and then um fashion did uh what's the kid's name from kingdom hearts i always want to think it's a girl, sora yeah so, yeah, so she no drew worry. she did a sora car- character sketch like the torso up with the big keyblade which is badass and then we all did a third round and or a second round and we all were kind of tired so the Jana got Mewtwo and drew that one really well, got hers done really quick. I had uh, the female cop from Arcane, whose name I can't remember now, Caitlin, I think. And I got the pencil sketch done, but then was like too tired to ink it. And then Fashion got Spider-Man. And so she decided that her interpretation was she was going to then draw Spider, the robot that Penny uses from Edge of the Spider-Verse. But yeah, so we did feel like drawing It was fun. And then uh, I finally went through and pulled out a bunch of all the artwork and stuff that I've had in the garage while I was doing garage cleanup stuff and, you know, pulled out all my comic book pages, went through all that stuff and finally actually grabbed some of my frames and started framing some of the stuff that I've had sitting around for a while. So now I got some more stuff to hang up in the office. So I've got my uh, oh, beast man by super ugly. Where's my camera at?
2: Fair enough. Which
0: so just one of my good. favorite little cool. little prints. Yeah, he did, he did Man, just looking badass. And then I finally framed uh, my signed photo from Mr. Ghostface himself, Roger Jackson. I met him in uh, Lexington Comic and Toy Convention. The creator of the mask? No, the guy oh. who did the voice on the phone. And yeah, it says, to Anthony, I'll be watching you, Roger Jackson. Wait, so they yeah, didn't they- just have people use a little voice box changer? Nope, it was actually him on the phone calling people on set. So the phones they were using actually worked. Really? So when they were actually talking to people on set, they were talking to Roger Jackson, who was in a trailer, and he was doing his lines over the phone.
2: Yeah, a dumb joke actually. Leads to a fun fact. Yeah, yeah,
0: and yeah, th- and the guy's great too. I met him at Lexington Toy Convention and sat there and probably spent twenty minutes talking with him. And the people that would come up to meet him were very diversified because he was the voice of Ghostface and also Mojo Jojo from power. Girls. Oh, Girl. Jojo, yeah. So you have like you know a bunch of people like me, like thirty four year old horror fans coming up, like, oh dude, your ghost face, that's so awesome, and then like a six year old would come up like, you're Mojo Jojo, and they would freak out. It was kind of cool, like seeing his diverse fan base coming up to him at the con. That's cool. And then no yeah, one I also, with Mojo Jojo. I no, no, I, no, I had a picture no. that I haven't framed for a while, and I've been waiting to get it done, and now I can't wait to put it up because I got a photo of me and the man. And you just can't beat. I got to meet Stan Lee when he was about ninety-two, I believe, at Salt Lake um, uh, Comic and Toy Convention or Salt Lake Comic Con. And so yeah, I spent like two hundred dollars to stand next to Stan Lee for like ten seconds.
2: I have a really i have a, I have a question now. I've always been wondering this. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to badmouth Lee. I've just got to. He looks like he has a smell about, like heavy cologne or something. Like, maybe cigar. I don't know, but did he, did, he, did he have a scent?
0: No, it was like baby powder. Oh, so baby powder's a scent? Yeah. Yeah. No, Period I remember, enough. yeah. He, yeah, He's, he smelled like, yeah, he didn't have like, I mean, you know, to be fair, you think about it, people have like, there's that old person smell. He didn't. Yeah. He smelled like baby powder.
2: I mean, I was going <laughs> to say, like, you know how some old people kind of look like they have a smell? Not necessarily like old person smell. They just look like they have an a yeah. aura of some scent around them, <laughs> of something you just look at it, you can just see it stanley always <laughs> looks like he has like a like he looks like he wears heavy cologne at all times no
0: that's I, all i mean he might when he goes out i don't think he did on convention days because yeah i don't i definitely know that there was no like heavy cologne smell and i mean I, you know it was at a convention like there's smells like dear God, there's I smells. Know.
2: it's just guesstimation it looks like yeah. it. that's all
0: no i remember yeah he smelled like baby powder <laughs> Fair yeah, enough. so yeah, got those framed, and then yeah, just getting some more stuff done around the house. Finally, getting some more things put up on my walls here. Something you can see, something you can't, and then yeah, um, yeah, playing Uncharted, which I'm now almost done with the first one. But yeah, i just it, been, man. I'm, I'm on it because yeah, at this point, I'm pretty much done playing Dead by Daylight. So, I yeah, whenever I feel like playing a game now, it's going to be either Outriders or. What? Uncharted charted for the moment yeah outriders has had enough patches to where it's actually kind of fun again so yeah it's it's one of the, you know they're they're not quite no man's sky they didn't fix all their problems but it's one of those another one of those games where it's like hey eight months after our game came out we finally made it what we told you it was going to be when it launched and so yeah they made a h- bunch of huge changes to it and the game is actually freaking fun now and using some of the powers of the the earthquake guy that I got is actually pretty cool. Like running, jumping and like slamming people with the, old, the earthquake uh, attacks is pretty fun. And yeah, the been uh Jana's actually been playing it with me a little bit. She sometimes still gets the motion sickness from the first person shooter so it's tough, but we killed a giant volcano spider together that was pretty cool. It was kind of a, a boss fight sequence that was done really well. But yeah, it's I don't know, it's it's had enough updates. It's almost a fun game. And then, yeah, we were looking forward to... Uh, what was the one we saw? First Descendant. We were watching the preview of that, which looks like if Anthem and Outriders had, you know, a baby that stole its armor from Destiny 2, and it's supposedly going to be a new free-to-play shooter, where it's, you know, shooters, it's powered up armor suits, and it's earth power, or uh, like different elemental base powers, like they're showing people with fire, poison, earthquake, ice... And then there's like grappling hooks for traveling around instead of the ability to fly. But yeah, it's one of those ones that's like, oh, is this going to be the next Anthem or the next Outriders? Or is this going to be good? And so it looks awesome, but it's also at least it's going to be free to play. So I won't be dropping $120 on it to get us both copies of the game when it comes out. We'll just download it and try it to see if it actually is fun from the get-go. Unlike Outriders or unlike Anthem where you know it took eight months before the game was playable. But yeah. I don't know. They they put out that new. Willie's gonna hate this. So all I'm gonna do is complain about. But yeah, Behavior put out the new DLC for the second round of Resident Evil characters that have been added to Dead by Daylight. And at this point, as far as I can tell, all they've done is influence a bunch of people who only solely played solo games. There, you know, tons of people that grew up playing all the Resident Evils where you play by yourself and then those people are now playing Dead by Daylight as if it's a solo game and just ignoring their teammates in what is team play. Where If you're routinely getting on a hook the first time and you die on that first hook because no one in your queue is coming to save you, it's kind of shitty. And I think, honestly, it's the influence from what I'm seeing of all the Resident Evil players that grew up playing solo games. Since this second launch, and since the first, you know, add, adding of Nemesis, the random players in my queues have progressively gotten worse. I've seen Janna die so many times on her first hook, where none of the three survivors in the game even bother going to try and save her character. It's just ridiculous. And Behavior's not doing anything. To, I mean, they added a, even a 10-second borrowed time to the base kit And it still doesn't stop killers from basically face camping and then tunneling one person until they're dead. And so there's no like counter to just awful killers that don't want to make the game fun for people. And then I tried playing killer the other day on her account where nobody plays killer. She has no like, you know, stats on her killers and just it was impossible to catch people. So, yeah, the the delay, apparently, since whatever server we're on is going to, like, Seattle or whatever, even though I'm on a hardwired PlayStation Pro 4, I can't get, like, a good enough signal to actually hit people with my weapon as a killer when I'm playing killer. Like, it's just, it's not fun anymore. I'm done with it. I'm, yeah, it's just, it's not fun anymore. That game has had so many changes. It stopped being fun. I don't enjoy playing Survivor anymore, and I don't enjoy playing Killer. So, yeah, I am I will be playing the rest of the Uncharted and getting through those and probably getting through them a lot faster now because I haven't played Dead by Daylight in like three days and I feel better. Like, all that game does is aggravate me. It's no damn fun. So, yeah, this is the first DLC that's come out that I haven't bought. I played against Wesker on the PTB and then played like three matches against him the other day as a survivor and it's no damn fun. Everybody online saying that his hitbox is impossible to hit somebody. He glances off of survivors. I've had him grab me after I went through a window with a run that's supposed to slam him into a wall. Like, I guess maybe just whatever server you'll, you're on if you live in Idaho goes to freaking Vancouver or whatever it is. But yeah, there, there, I've seen shit that takes a two-second delay happen on that game that shouldn't be possible. And so it's just no damn fun to play. Yeah, I got, a, I got my list of like nine, I have three trilogies right now that I'm working on. So I'm going to get through Uncharted, then I'm going to play Bioshock, then I'm going to play freaking Mass Effect. Is it a trilogy? Well, I have, I think, three in the Uncharted oh. series that are on the remastered.
2: Oh, well, yeah, but it's technically a quadrilogy.
0: Oh, is it? I have the ones that they were, that were free
2: on oh, PlayStation. So well, they also, they did make the fourth one free for PS Plus at some point in time.
0: Okay, I might have it then.
2: Yeah, as long as you kept getting the things without downloading them or anything, as long as you add them to your library, yeah. you got them.
0: Okay, yeah, I should have it then, yeah, okay. But yeah, I know in the remastered set, there's three of them in there. And then, yeah, there's the three Bioshocks that they give me for free, and then I actually bought the Mass Effect Legendary Edition. Yeah, I got three trilogies to work on, so I'm not I'm not missing out for games, so I got stuff to work on that still you know, doesn't make me as aggravated. Though, yeah, like that uphill jet ski bullshit was awful. Yeah, Maybe the worst sequence I've ever that. played in a video game. Just for the physics of it, but yeah, you know, the,
2: the Uncharted the puzzle Reddit solving
0: thing, stuff has been really fun. Uh,
2: on the Uncharted Reddit thing, there that's a meme where everyone says like replaying through the series, worst
0: part jet ski. Yeah, that I, I can. So I can that's one thing everyone, that, everyone yeah. agrees with. So it, you're, that sequence is god. I started playing. Oh yeah. I'm like, really? I'm I'm supposed to be driving uphill? You're literally driving a jet ski uphill up a river. And you have to shoot barrels because if you touch them, you die. But if you aim to, if you hit the aim button to bring up the character with the gun so she can shoot the barrels, your jet ski's motor dies. And so the fact that you can't do both at the same time and the game is basically set up to where it's like, yeah, you should be doing both things at the same time. You should be driving and shooting and you can't is utterly ridiculous i don't even yeah. remember it it's been so long yeah the, the rest of it has been super fun and see so, yeah, how like the puzzle solving the the gunfights are not too bad um some of them are a little ridiculous about the way like characters just keep coming out at you it's like oh okay next wave of five guys next wave of five guys it's like you know this random group of you know like terrorists in the jungle there seems to be about 500 of them i've killed so far so like this dude has a large army that i'm just you know, mowing my way through with a nine millimeter pistol. It's so freaking ridiculous how many people I've killed at this point in the game. But yeah, the puzzle solving has been fun and yeah, I'm looking forward to the second one. So it's going to be fun to get through that and then move on to the next thing. And yeah, we've been, uh, catch up on the shows. Like I said, we watched the game of Thrones ones, watched the Lord of the Rings. We're both definitely enjoying game of Thrones more than Lord of the Rings. The storytelling is just better. And so, you know, it seems like they have a much better idea of where they're going and the pace of the shows faster. Where Lord of the Rings looks really pretty, but yeah, two episodes in, I'm like, eh, it doesn't feel like anything's happened. They've told story, but it just I don't know. It's weird, it weirdly doesn't feel like anything's happened. And then um oh, what was the other one? We got like four episodes into Paper Girls. So we got to the point where they've introduced the giant mech in the show. And so that one is a super weird one, and it's Brian K. Vaughn messing with time travel. And so like Having one of the characters like meet her older brother, her younger brother who's now grown up and is a doctor, and like finding out like what happened to her in his world and his timeline, really fun storytelling, really interesting show, and like we're enjoying the hell out of that one. And then yeah, I've been watching. Oh, and I finally finished The Sopranos, so got through all seven seasons, six B whatever, seven freaking seasons of that show. And I will say that not only was it great storytelling and amazing acting, I really liked it. Um, I watched the, what was it the mini saints of Newark, the movie they made, which is like the prequel of Tony Soprano. It was kind of cool to see James Gandolfini's son play the young Tony Soprano as a teenager. So that part was cool. But the movie itself was just kind of like, oh, here's a random missed episode of a flashback of the show, but it didn't really like tell you anything you really needed to know about the Sopranos. So the, the show itself was just, the movie was kind of weird. The show was really good, but I have to say I was really happy. I started watching uh, Parks and Rec. i had never seen that show all the way through. And so I'm like partway through like season four and I've been watching that during my time off on work. Like when I go on my 15 minute breaks, I'll go watch like half an episode of that. Cutting The Sopranos with Parks and Rec makes it easier to go through like seasons of The Sopranos, which is just a dark ass depressing show. It's really good. But those first three seasons, I was watching all of that just by itself. And it's like, this is really freaking depressing. And a lot of it is you're dealing with characters that are dealing with depression on the show, and so it just feels really depressing. Great show, great writing, amazing acting, kind of depressing. You intersperse that a little Parks and Rec, makes it a hell of a lot more palatable. And so, yeah, I I low I now that, like, anytime I'm going to watch a show that's, like, really dark or really heavy, i got to mix a comedy in there. And so it'll either be, you know, like, Parks and Rec or The League. you got to mix something else in. But, yeah, four seasons of Parks and Rec and now having watched almost every episode of that show i just love ron swanson even more (laughs) like you can't beat that character it's one of the greatest characters ever i think ever put on tv and he's hilarious so yeah i've been enjoying the hell out of that and yeah i'll be sad the once because yeah with my work schedule it's nice having that to watch for like lunch and my breaks but i'm gonna be sad when i finish parks and rec because i'm not sure what i'm gonna watch after that that's what i've been into.
1: And a big thanks in the chat to Verbrilli. I apologize if I said your name wrong. Saying hi from
0: Sweden. Nice. What's up, Verbrilli? Is it Verbrilli? Yeah, looks like Verbrilli. I think so. Willie, why don't you finish things off for us? What have you been
1: getting into, sir?
2: Well, what I've been getting into is definitely my anticipation for Killer Clowns. (laughs) It's still there. It's still there. I cannot wait. But I've been also doing Yakuza 3. Still going through that. (laughs) And uh, last night, I was going through the PlayStation Plus catalog for their, like, mid and, you know, plus or premium, whatever. And I was like, well, let me see what's on here. What do I want to play? I've already played a lot of great games on it. Like, finally got to try Guardians of Galaxy through it. And uh, I tried Little Big Workshop, which is fun. Now I'm on to a game that I just tried, I wanted to try a little bit of because it looks like a little small game. It's called Kingdom Two Crowns. It's just you're building up your kingdom, but it's like a side scrolling thing. So it's all flat. The pixel art, fucking gorgeous. Because like the lower, like little, like not quarter, but like eighth of the screen is like a reflection in the water at all times. Like you're always beside the water as your horse is just going through. It's just always a reflection of everything. It looks so gorgeous. They did a good job with that. But yeah, it's just your side, you're going side to side, getting money from. Things are doing, you're growing your thing further, and you're killing these portals that send things out to attack you from either side. Like I said, it's it's 2D, so it's just always flat. And you can go to multiple different islands. I haven't gone to the third one yet, but uh, trust me, this is all weird. Look it up, because yeah, I, w- I wouldn't know how anyone could describe this game without just saying, just look at it. You'll get it when you look at it. But yeah, Kingdom, uh, what's it, Kingdom 2 Crowns. Yeah, Kingdom Two Crowns. And I just started trying it. I also downloaded... And I'm sorry, but I downloaded it with full intent to try it. might be tonight. Longmore Simulator. What? What? what?
0: Simulator? Longmore Simulator. Oh, Lawnmower Long Simulator. You did not just say chores the video game. I didn't play it yet. Just downloaded really? it. Really? I'm not or- going to... I'm not sure. going to judge you.
1: I download the power washer simulator on Xbox. Well,
2: that's a little dip. That's on Xbox, god damn
1: it. Yeah. it's cr- it's Game Pass. It's Game Pass. It's Game
0: Pass. It's fucking Game Pass. Pretty damn ridiculous. Y'all are downloading chores. Y'all are downloading <laughs> chores. All right, just think about that, Chris. Just think Chris, about that. I get it with
2: a uh, lawnmower simulator. I get that. But this, this motherfucker, <laughs> this motherfucker with power wash simulator. How is was not not one of the greatest goddamn it's ideas was awesome.
0: ever?
1: I know it's so relaxing. <laughs>
0: it's oddly satisfying. Is it Nathan. oddly satisfying? Yes,
1: it is. The whole thing is just oddly satisfying and relaxing as you get the stuff figured out. You're like, uh, oh,
2: yeah, crazy. when you finally finish it, you're not spraying water. You're spraying something else. Yeah, because it feels so good.
1: I was hoping you were going to say you downloaded Cult of the Lamb because I want to play that, but I'm not sure I want to pay 25 for it. I do. I mean, some
2: parts of it does interest me, but I'm not into like the the, the twin stick kind of by name of that's Isaac fair. type of gameplay because that's what it is. I was interested like the Raising the Cult thing. Like I, I found out, I think I said it last week, I found out I really like management games. Like If I was just running a cult without doing all the fighting bullshit, yeah, you got me. <laughs> Willie's just here to run your Colts. They call me Jim Jones, bitch. <laughs> Remember, it was Flavor Aid, not actual Kool Flavor Aid. Flavorade kind of got a good pass there, even though it didn't really help him in business. It didn't it was, hurt. I mean, Kool Aid. I was not say, yeah. I mean, it, if anything would have that should have, but it didn't. No one gave a fuck.
0: Yeah, who was who was Kool Aid's PR guy at that time that didn't like I get got the this. company destroyed? I got this. Yeah oh yeah (laughs) whatever they decided (laughs) to do it worked because he busted the wall said shut up bitch yeah that really
2: should have destroyed (laughs) kool-aid how does that glass break through brick the kool-aid man when he busts through brick walls he's made of glass
1: he's made out of uh um the sheer momentum of uh, the fluid no it's not glass it's the same it's pyrex it's the same material, I-Rex. yeah, from like those transparent glass-like uh, cooking dishes and stuff like that. Mm. Are you telling pyre? me you can't smash a Pyrex dish through a brick wall? Like it won't. Just, oh, I'm sure just you can. Go- but there's also I- the power of plot.
0: All right, no, no, no. Story. Scotty came back from the future and made it it's see-through aluminum. Yeah, a right, right, little bit of story here. Uh, <laughs> so I
2: was using a Pyrex dish. and I was cooking. I forget what Uh-oh. I was cooking. Something. And I had to cook something on the stove top, and I also had I was getting the oven preheated, so I had the so I had the uh, the Pyrex dish on the stovetop getting ready to put stuff in. I forget what I was making; I can't even remember. And then I had then I had a pan a pot on the stove to cook something that was going to go in the Pyrex dish. I had the wrong burner on. Oh no! Oh, it was the one it. underneath the Pyrex dish, and uh, luckily. There's no burn marks on my hands because I didn't grab it. What happened was, it exploded. Oh, shit. I was standing three feet from it. I'm surprised. I didn't have any shards of glass that went inside me. I was like, what the fuck was that? Holy shit. I had to quickly, I I had to realize quickly what happened. And then quickly, Like I almost grabbed my bare hand. No, I got like a fucking oven mitt right quick. And grab like some of the pieces off the fucking wooden floor. Yeah. Or probably wood laminate flooring, to be honest. And just so it wouldn't burn that, because this is a rental. (laughs) Because I was like, oh shit, oh shit. I I can't get my bare hand, that's bad, because I know this thing's burning fucking hot. Because smoke's coming up. Yikes. Oh yeah. So that was that's a fun little side story for you. Make sure if you're using a make sure you always turn on the right burner when you're cooking.
1: The correct <laughs> burner. Let's put it that way.
0: Yeah, that's what yeah. I said. Right, the right burner, the correct right. <laughs> <laughs> you know why you're not right, Willie? Because you're left. You're always wrong. That's the. That's the stupid. Oh, I forgot the other thing I've been getting into. There's a Star Wars card trader game. <laughs> I've played <laughs> that, like, that often. so much anything? time with that. Yeah, I've been trading a little bit. Yeah, it's uh. Uh, Kitra and Peter Scarelli, the guy that writes a uh, slash film, the two that do uh, ordinary adventures, which is probably my and Jana's favorite YouTube channel to watch. Cause they just go do all the things that you know we like doing as well. And so getting ideas on like what to do on, you know, the Disney wish on cruise lines and stuff. And then which places we want to go to for Disneyland, universal parks, all that stuff. But yeah, they uh, got sponsored by it and they were actually showing the, uh, the, the trading card game. So you can follow people on there. But yeah, it's, it's just a fun, dumb way to learn the names of like side characters that you never would have known. The people that are on screen for one second in the background of something in Star Wars and they have a trading card. So more, more geeky information to stick in my head that I don't need. Hey, you know what my <laughs>
2: favorite genre of music is?
1: K-pop.
0: Nope.
2: It's jizz, you know, from
1: Star Wars. The Jizz. Well, the instruments, the jizz whaler, I think is what it's called. But
2: oh, no, the, the genre is also called jizz.
1: Is it? interesting yes
2: Mm -hmm. nice yeah what the what max rebo band is that what's
1: called did i get it right and there's figure on down modal nodes also
2: yeah i think the max rebo band i'm pretty sure that's right the one that is in the cantina max rebo and droopy mccool yeah yeah they're they're jizz players they they played the jizz the genre galactic jazz is jizz
0: all right
2: hey don't blame me like Jizz has been used for as a word for that for a long time before Star Wars, right? Probably, I don't know. I don't know. It's not a new thing. So, so he George, George George. I was about to say George Clooney. George Clooney. George Lucas. He knew what the fuck he was doing with that, right? I don't know. All right, fine. It's this is a man joke that no one's going with, so let's just end it. I'm done in the fucking
1: show. All right. Chris! <laughs> well, Willie's done. <laughs>
0: Willie's done.
1: On that note, we will remind folks, we do stream this show right now, live every Sunday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, over at www.geeks.live. You can also use nerds.live as it redirects to the same place. But, what was I going to say? Oh, uh, stay tuned over on gonnageek.com. We've got some new shows that have joined the network. One was officially announced. There is another one coming. So, there are some additional programs coming to the network and you can find out more about them like I said on gongeek.com or go to slash discord and join our discord or you can talk on our channel and a variety of other channels that are part of the network and you can learn more about these shows that have now joined the network. Willie, you you're look like gonna, you're in deep thought. You're
2: not going to tell us what the one, the, the non-surprise one is?
1: Not on the air. It's not my place oh. to mention it until it's officially announced. Oh, I thought you said one was officially announced. <laughs> one was officially announced. Well, what was that one? Well, I want to send people to gunnageek.com to see well, the answer.
0: Well, goddammit! You got yeah, go, you to you go look it up, people, man. People, go to
1: the website find out because I'm, you you know I'm not to tell is? me. You I'm not going to go to a website. Willie? You. I want you to go to
2: a website and tell me what it is. <laughs> not, not, not Chris. The viewers. I want you to tell me. And and go ahead. Right. Tell me on Twitter at South Porky.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Willie wants to do literally no work. Please do his work for him. Oh, I have saying. to
2: do work. I have to hit this touchpad sensor in the back. And I have to go like, oh, notification. I got to scroll down. Hit the notification. Like, oh, that's what they said. Everyone, send notifications to Willie that's
1: just random animated GIFs right now, please. Random GIFs. You can hashtag it, random GIF, if you want. This is why I don't mind if the world blows up. (laughs) Mm. Before we shut this thing down for the week and head on out, you guys have any final thoughts you want to share with the people?
2: Uh, Killer clowns.
0: What could you ask for more?
1: Okay, there's there's that.
0: Scott Ackerman is six foot two inches and a half. All right. so almost as tall as Conan, six yeah. four, right? Yeah.
2: yeah, I think I'm. I, that's I'm why he didn't
0: four. look. That's why he didn't look super short, or yeah, he didn't no. look super tall. He's standing next to someone almost as tall.
1: That's exactly what I said, though. And yeah. for anyone who follows me on Twitter tonight, please feel free to mute me or mute the hashtag that I end up using to live tweet watching oh, four hours of pro wrestling tonight.
2: Are you going <laughs> to drop the f bomb? And I'm not talking about fuck.
1: What, Chris? He's thinking. I don't even want to know where he's going with this. I just meant it more innocently because some people don't care for wrestling and may not want to watch me drop 100 plus tweets about a live pay-per-view talking about wrestling as I freak out about stuff. That's all. So that's what the mute button's for. That's all I need. That's right. He really just proved what it's for. (laughs) But on that note, thank you so much, everyone, for joining us. Thank you so much for putting up with my health... Uh, putting off the podcast for a little bit, and we will see you all next week for more of our typical horseshit shenanigans. Thanks for listening to this brand new episode of the All Things Good and Nerdy Podcast. Don't forget, we'll be back next Sunday, live at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, over at live.atgnpodcast.com, channel 3 of the Off Geek Radio app, and over to our network home at gunnageek.com live. If you have any feedback for the show, please contact us at atgnpodcast at gunnageek.com, on our hotline number at 304-806-ATGN, or even better, go to Twitter and send us a message at atgn. Podcast. the music you've heard in this show is produced by kevin mcleod and can be found at